Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWEAM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello, welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. Why bring the facts about sports? You don't agree? Say so. Fuck, call in. 4460387 seven, 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 zero, 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 uh, we got a lot to get into today. The Australian Open in tennis, uh, Super Bowl is this week. Had unofficial media day, which is now called media night, which was virtually done on Zoom for the uh, about to say the Patriots. So used to Tom Brady being with the Patriots, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll give our predictions on that. Baseball, no Hall of Famers. We'll discuss. I told you uh, that. Our thoughts on how and why that took place. Go back three shows ago. <laughs> <laughs> I repeat it, though. <laughs> NBA is a quarter of the season away. We'll give uh, some letter grades on some teams and also some updates as to who, after a quarter of the season, right now, who do we think could possibly be in the conference finals for each uh, particular conference? Week to week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, and also golf. Uh, somebody because of their reputation got in trouble. But we're going to start with football. Kansas City versus Tampa Bay, and looking at Tampa Bay being the first home team to play in a Super Bowl, they obviously have an advantage because Kansas City is not coming until the day before. So they're treating it like a Some regular one road game. Kansas City played there six weeks ago, and you, everybody mentioned like they yeah. felt comfortable in in uh, them being back. Yeah, coming back there. Yeah, because yeah. I remember the show we were talking about. They just made reservations. Races, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> While they were down there, the weather was good and everything. But one of the things that has taken place because of COVID is Kansas City brought everybody back. And that continuity was something that was going to be extremely important uh, going forward uh, as long as they could manage the uh, contraction of the virus as well as injuries. They were the ones that had the best shot of repeating. Yeah. And they did everything. I mean, the injury bugs didn't hit them. You know, they lost. But they, I think because uh, Williams, number 26 Williams, decided to opt out, that forced them to go get a running back and they did that in um 
uh, the LSU running back, Al Jahir. Oh. Uh, um, um, he got nine names. Um, the law firm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then they also was like, well, that's not enough. They also went ahead and made them Le'Veon Bell. The Le'Veon Bell. So, and sure enough, and then they went, and I don't know how they got Williams, who was, I think, undrafted. The other Williams, the 31, one, yeah. undrafted. So, I guess they're on the practice squad, and like, they like what they saw, so they brought him on, especially after after um, their first rounder got hurt early in the season. Right. Um, so, it worked out for them. I think if, if Williams had stayed, I don't think they make the other moves. Maybe they go after running back. Maybe. Maybe. But I know they don't go after Le'Veon Bell. Hell, <laughs> and I don't know, get two And I know backs. they don't bring Williams up. You know what I mean? If we, if the first Williams had stayed, so you know, COVID kind of, to some degree, worked out for them. For them, yeah. It is interesting to see. This is the first report so far. So their center Daniel Kilgore and their wide receiver Demarcus Robinson are on the reserve COVID list due to contact. Now they haven't tested positive themselves, but someone that is either in the family or someone they're close to has contracted it. If they don't have their center, the game is over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We you remember the Raiders, uh, what's his name, went down to... Uh, uh, Bear Robbins. Bear Robbins, right. Yeah. He went down... Tijuana. Tijuana. Playing Tampa Bay, matter of fact. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, the Raiders were not the scene because, for those who don't know, the center calls out all of the blocking schemes. Yeah. So, on the other side, you got JPP, Shaq Barrett, Sue. You they- need a veteran there who can call out the blocking scheme so that Patrick Mahomes is not running for his life. Yeah. And the fact that the left tackle uh, blew his Achilles in the last so game. So he's to, out. So everybody got to switch over right now. So, yeah. Now, I will that, say. So, hopefully, line, I, I, whether he playing. He playing, right. Because if, if he doesn't play, still, it's a wrap. I still don't believe Patrick Mahomes should have played last game after looking at what he Against Buffalo? That's the reason why I have Buffalo winning. I, I mean, we all knew they were going to have Patrick Mahomes in the game. You knew, you knew Mahomes was going to play. But right. no, I mean, you knew, but I, I thought Buffalo still was going to win because I didn't think – Mahomes got two concussions in that hit. If you go back and watch, his head hit forward, and then the guy whiplashed him, you know, pulling him. Yeah. And, you know, so you got, the you know, the your brain going forward, but – People will tell you in a car accident when you your neck snap back, that's probably worse. You know what I mean? Than anything. Than anything else. So I just assumed I was betting on. I had Buffalo winning because I didn't think Mahomes would be mobile enough. I thought he would be a standing target, which changes their offense, offense a, a little lot. bit. Yeah. And so that's because he has the ability. He has to have the ability to roll out and extend plays. Yeah. He doesn't need to be Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a lower tier. Ben Lamar Lock, Jackson. Or like, Lock's they brother. call running plays for him. Where he's with, Cam. huh? He's Cam. He's Cam. Oh, I say, oh, Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, Cam. No, he didn't, Ben didn't run that much. But he got he the could, size like Ben. He could extend the play, play yeah. but Roethlisberger looked to throw. Right. Josh Allen, Josh they call Allen running run, plays right. for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a lower tier Lamar Jackson. Gotcha, gotcha. In gotcha. that regards. But, yeah, just rolling out, trying to get away from pressure i.e. Aaron Rodgers is what Patrick Mahomes does. He's mm-hmm. a younger version of that. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, what was it? Turf toe or something and like had, that? And they had a turf toe. That's what, that's, so, so I'm saying that mobility is I is thought it key. was limited. But he has two weeks to, to get well, yeah, ready Well, yeah, I'm off for the AFC Championship oh. game. The reason why I went Buffalo 31, Kansas City 30, I didn't think he was going to be well, as active what as they he needed was. to do was jump out to a big league, which well, they, they almost did. No, nine is not a big league. No, need, no, I'm saying Kansas City needed oh. to jump out to one of those oh, yeah. 21-0s. What they did. Then yeah. you can call off the dolls and, yeah, you know, he's he doesn't have to be as mobile at that point. Yeah. But, you know, being down 9-0 is nothing. I mean, yeah, we've yeah. seen them down 21. I and, think they prefer to be down. Right. Like, the thing is, let them go up 14-0. <laughs> don't let them. Don't, don't, don't let you go up 10-0. Right. Let them go up 14-0 and hope they get lack of complacent. Days go complacent or whatever. But you go up 9-0, 12-0, 24-0. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they, they're the Golden State Warriors. They, yeah. They're never out of a game until it's literally – Zero zero. Mm-hmm. Then it's like okay, the game is over. But they have that ability to just put points together real quickly, as they did in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, every game, <laughs> playoff wise, uh, every game. This playoff the same. Now looking at Tampa Bay once again, first home team uh, to play in the Super Bowl, being their own stadium, sleep in their own bed. They have chosen to wear the white jerseys, which is the last four Super Bowl winners, I want to say four or five, oh, so they have won the white jerseys. Oh, okay, yep. okay. That's, that's a, that's a so, check mark you're going to lose. <laughs> <But> okay. <laughs> that, that's one of the things. And, of course, Tom Brady, uh, when asked today about uh, Bill Belichick, he praised him as one of the, the, the best coaches. He couldn't thank him enough for the 20 years that he was there. Said all the right things. But this is one of those situations of a Kobe and Shaq where – you want to win it so bad because you know you're going to take more of the onus as to why you were successful. And right now, um, I would say Brady is, I mean, who you want to use a comparison as. You can use it as Shaq. Like, he's the first one to win a title, or first one to get to a Super Bowl. In that comparison. But Kobe also, won more. Yeah. So, it's Belichick, at, and it's still, and I'm, I know everybody's like, okay, yeah, he's going for a seventh title. But if Belichick wins two more down the road, then what does that say? So the story hasn't fully been written yet. No, I, I agree with you. So he's right now, this right now is two things. Granted, you got the Belichick side that people are looking at. But I think because the real GOAT is MJ in basketball. So he's actually going. <clears throat> so granted, he's obviously we know he's what, six and three? Yep. So, you know, nine appearances, six and three. Yep. This is 10th one. So if he goes seven. You get seven, now he's seven, seven and three. three. What is that? Can't do my math. What's that? Eighty percent clip. Seventy percent. That's high in football. Yeah. Especially when most people don't get there but three times. You know what I mean? Like most of your get there hey. one time. I know, but I'm just Some saying. People going, it's hard to get there once. once. No, I, right. I, no, I'm just saying as far as coming from a dynasty. Like there's, right. a, there's a handful of dynasties, you know. Buffalo, even though they didn't win, when, they yeah, got there. I'm just saying, but San Fran, you know, I think went Steelers. like Steelers. Steelers. Cowboys, Cowboys and now New England. So you only got like four true dynasties and all in fifty five years of the NFL, you only got four dynasties. You normally don't see players go from one team to as far as quarterbacks go to another team and yeah, you do, but not to a loaded team. Like even uh, well, even even if they were what, loaded enough to make the Super Bowl, there are only what, four quarterbacks to do that? Yeah. I'm right. gonna say that that's what makes the other reason why I don't got him highly as ranked as everybody else, 
he went to a loaded team. Now, I'm not diminishing anything that he did, but if you want to compare him to uh, – If Jameis Winston was still on the team, they would have made the playoffs. No, yeah, I, yeah, Brady yeah. takes him to the Super Bowl, but they make the playoffs if Winston is there. Yeah. No, but I'm actually going to compare him to, like, Joe Montana. Joe Montana went to Kansas City, and the only thing they had was, what, the Nigerian Nightmare? No. They didn't even have him. He was him. gone by then. Was, yeah. They so, had old Marcus Allen. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and who, and who else? He was on his last um, straw. I know they had a receiver named JJ Burden, who was good. He had a, he had a good year. I'm um, just saying. And then on defense, they had Derek Thomas and Neil Smith. Okay, so they but they made the AFC Championship, right? Yeah, with not a loaded team. They had they had a good team. They had it. They that had was, a good team. I, I, that's it, not in loaded in comparison to, to Tampa, Tampa Bay. That's no, they, they no. know. But, but it, that's a rare situation, though. I'm just saying I'm not giving him all the accolades for going to a loaded team. Now, if he went to a team where they were highly efficient on offense and terrible on defense and yet to put up 30, 30 a game so or something, you, like that. something like that, then I would give him more. But he went to a loaded, balanced team. Matter of fact, the coach had the, – because the reason why Tampa Bay wasn't good last year, we could blame James all we want. We Bruce see, Arians we play calling. We seen Bruce Arians play calling in the NFC Championship game. Which you, is why Byron you, Leftwich did more to play calling this year. You up Him, 18. Well, you see what happened after the bye week. You could tell that Leftwich and Brady got together and they were like, Man, okay, we had a bye week. Let's figure out how we can. I don't need to be throwing plays. the ball 35 times a game. Well, no, the, other thing, thing, the other thing was when they came to the line, they were set. <clears throat> yeah. They started putting people in motion to see what the defense was going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that a lot of teams are going to is you just don't come in and be set and, you know, you make checkoffs. You got to put somebody in motion to figure out the yeah. defense is staying in nickel. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to go to cover two? Are they changing? Where's the where's some, the blitz coming from? Yeah, give them some kind of indication. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me see them move so I can figure out, okay, what are the possibilities of the defense they're going to play now? Yeah. So, so I, that changed after the break. The break. Because they were looking, I won't say they were looking bad, but they had issues. Yeah. On the offensive well, and side. And the other thing, too, is this is a brand new team. Yeah. You weren't allowed. There was no OTAs, no yeah. offseason yeah. to work so out. On the fly. Learn, right. They were literally on the job training. Yeah. So I, it took them a while to get on the same page. Part of this is also that, like, I think adjustments were made to how what Brady does best. Yeah. Especially at that this too. point of his career. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arias, they like to throw the ball down. The, he likes to throw the ball down the field. And Almost Brady lost him an NFC Championship game. That's the reason Brady why can't, I'm like, I don't can't trust him throw it Super like Bowl. that anymore. And what was what worked for him, especially in New England, the short, quick passes. Mm-hmm. So they use they use more of that, and that's why Antonio Brown was so productive at the end of the regular season. Yeah. Uh, and then started to find his way somehow. Yeah, you're, they're, you know, they're so. deep passes. But they, 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 I, I won't say Brady can't do it anymore. He can't do it on a. Uh, every no quarterback should be throwing the ball time. 45 times a game. I don't care if you even Mahomes, like that was risk it, no biscuit, right? He, th- you know what I mean? Like, come you, on, you man. gotta do it in, in spots, yeah. It can't be a regular part I of the say, offense. I have no problem with that philosophy because they did it in the NFC Championship in the first half get a turnover, you at midfield, run the rock, and then do play action or whatever. And now you hit that, that hit, see if you can go deep. You know, and Brady can 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 put it, you know, somewhere where either it gets caught or it's out of bounds. You know right. what I mean? You can do that. So if that satisfies Arian, Bruce Arians, as far as the risk it, no biscuit type of scenario, yeah. But he's doing, he calling them plays on his 27-yard line, you know. And it's hard to sustain a drive 
consistently no. through a game when that's your mindset. And I think if he goes into that mindset against this team, he's going to get burnt. I don't think so. Because I think that for the mo- in this particular moment, Brady pretty much knows what he needs to do. Now, one of the issues is it's only a, out of the nine Super Bowls that he's uh, been in, he's only had about two or three that he was really good in. The other thing was, and this is where we're going to have to draw the line between who gets the most credit, Bella Belichick's defense held him. Uh, the other yeah. opposing team. I mean, go through it right check. now. 21-17 against the uh, against the St. Louis Rams, which we now know you they were stealing stealing pitches. Right, still. <laughs> <laughs> but twenty-one to seventeen. So the Giants what, was the same score. Seventeen fourteen that he lost. I mean, he won that he won one, that but, but seventeen fourteen that they lost. That they lost. And they had the most prolific offense ever that year. And you only put up with Randy Moss. No, yeah, yeah, with Randy, Randy Moss. Right. You only put up fourteen points. Fourteen points. Uh, I mean. the the Rams two years ago. 16-9, <laughs> and I still don't think – I still blame that on – more on the Rams and more on Sean McVay having deer in the headlights than anything than else. anything else, like not yeah. being ready for the moment. 13-3. My bad. I said 16-9 because it reminded yeah, you, you, me. You, you know, gave the Rams no, too many points. No, right. no, but it, it reminded <laughs> me of the Rams Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, yeah, th- 13-3. You know what I mean? So, I, he, I'm not the saying – Blowout game that he had was against Philly in a and loss. And they lost that one too. Well, yeah, forty-one thirty-three was that particular one. So and they still had a chance to tie, to tie it at the tie, end, yeah, right? So it's the not, the, Car- the Carolina they was uh was it 26, was a, 26 23 I know the three point like game. That. Uh, the Carolina thirty-two twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. You're right. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, twenty-three. You correct because the Venetary won four out of these first four. <laughs> Venetary won them all. Twenty. My bad. It was twenty seventeen. The first one. Could kick the field goal in that right. one. Then kick the field goal against the Carolina. 21-17 against um Yeah, but, but still, such low outputs from an offense in about half of them mm-hmm. shows that you know, he he didn't have great games. He he had he won them. I give him credit for that. But you also got to have a great kicker too yeah. to to get down There's the field the and then and put the, it on yeah. the kicker to to so win basically, the game. everything you're saying right now sounds like you leaning toward KC. No, I'm leaning toward Tampa Bay. For real? Uh, only because of the offensive line. No, no, no. High scoring. Only because of offensive line problems. Uh, Ladeff tackle being out. Them switched, uh, shifting the line. Not sure about the center yet. I I got Tampa Bay right now because I I think that. Barrett and JPP, so I think that they're going to cause enough problems to hold Mahomes and Kansas City to. I, right now, I would have to go 34-31. So, last week I said 35-31, right? Just off the rip from what I've seen. Now, you, like I said, you got some injuries on the offensive line. I think the center is going to be there, so I'm not worrying about that. COVID he playing no, play regardless. You know what? Who going to? Ain't no game after after Sunday. Ain't nobody playing for six months. So all y'all can catch COVID far as I care. <laughs> so you low down. That's how listen. That's how the NFL. They're gonna have people there, right? Okay then. And in what state? Florida. Florida. That's what probably top three as far as cases. You know California one. So Atlanta's two. Atlanta, Not Georgia. Atlanta. Atlanta. State, though. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Not Georgia. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta number two. They are state. I said state. Atlanta state. state. No, they they're, they're city. <laughs> but, <laughs> you see that that Muskogee geography I got. <laughs> um, but 
that's what I'm concerned about. But I think I'm gonna give Andy Reid and and Eric Bieniemy enough credit. I think that they will turn around because you've seen it in the San Fran game last year. San Fran had a dominant front four, and they mm-hmm. ran the ball. And I think when you got an offensive line that might be mixtive, is it Carlos Hyde Alaire? Yeah, that's his. That's Clyde. His, Clyde. Yeah. Clyde. That, that's when you got a. When you might wind up with a makeshift offensive line. The best way to help them out, especially early on in the game, is to be like, run oh, the ball. run the ball. We no no need to think about what's going on and shifting or whatever. We're going to run at Tampa Bay. And I think if you can run at, and this isn't any game, if you can run get efficiently, close, efficiently, you, it don't have to be a hundred yards, one hundred twenty yards. It needs to be around the 70, 75 to where there is that option, mm-hmm. where the defense can't just sit there yeah. and rush the quarterback on yeah. the way to the run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to be cognizant of, are they going to throw it this down? Mm-hmm. Are yeah. they going to run it? Gotta, it needs to be get us a some good back. Some, yeah. So I, I I believe that they can make that adjustment. So um, And if you go back against the AFC Championship game when they lost the, um, the left tackle, they ran the ball the next five times. Yeah. You know, and they ran to his side that was just vacated. So, you know, uh, granted, concerned about the center, I think the center will be there, but I think they can shift the line. I think they'll be efficient enough to where that's not an issue. Now, yeah. on the other side, because I know Brady can't move and I watched Kansas City blitz a whole lot more against a running quarterback, I think Kansas City will do that against Brady, knowing that I can get to him. Because what you want to do with Brady and any quarterback is just speed him up a little bit. So no, you got to hit him one time. Well, that too. But I mean, but you, <laughs> but you want him dancing, right? If you get his feet to yeah. move and get him dancing, everybody knows if you hit him one time, hit him two times, and now he 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 patting the ball. He 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 throwing it. He getting the. He Gregory out of there. Hines now. He, yeah, he, he tap dancing <laughs> and getting the body there. So I feel, and without having it, is Antonio Brown going to be there? Yeah. He's listed as doubtful. Doubtful. He playing. I, I I know he's going to try because he's playing. He's never been. Yeah. Well, um, no, he was on the 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 team that lost to the Packers. I think he was a rookie. He might have been on the Steelers. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay, been. okay, okay. Yeah. He's playing. But I mean, but and credit to Brady for that. He may not be as credit healthy. to Brady for being a GM. Going back to the whole Belichick mm-hmm. Brady thing. Of bringing in Antonio Brown because they need him because Mike Evans went down for a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, Godwin had a couple of drops, even though Brady went back to him. But bringing in somebody he felt could contribute and help yeah. out. I don't think Brown would be a hundred percent. So I, if, if I'm if I'm Kansas City, I'm blitzing early to see if I can get the rhythm off with with Brady mm-hmm. um, because you're going to have a problem with Evans. And now Godwin seems has to be up. Seems, seems to be a guy. So how do you how do you you know? I would I would key in more on Evans. I'll, Godwin, if he catches it, he catches it. He's had more drops than Evans, so I, I would I just guess, I just got to risk it at I, that I, point. I guess what I'm saying with the defense because they're not a stout defense like they can just line up and shut you down. So you got to produce. They make enough stops. Uh, yeah, you got to produce some, and I think you got to do it early. You got to produce outside them. of uh, Honey Badger. Yeah, and that's that's who I be blitzing all over the place. I let Honey Badger do whatever he wants to do. You give game. him Troy Palomalu type. Palomalu, he could Ed Reed type. He, just he might come down and be playing middle linebacker. <laughs> He'll be on the corner, come up the edge. I would, whatever, whatever I need him to do. Matter of fact, my early prediction 
It's like a honey badger. With a pick? With an MVP. Really? I think for, for them to win, the defense is going to have to do more <clears throat> to do more than to they do ever more. done in this game. Because I'm going to give Brady a little bit of credit. If he's sitting back there, not Greg Hines, tapping his toes <laughs> or whatever, and you get into a shootout, <clears throat> this go around. If it gets into a shootout, we know Brady's going to throw at least one pick. Yeah. But it has to be a key one to where you get points off. They can't be like um, the Packers, Packers last week yeah. where you got, what, three picks and, and you got six points yeah, out of two it. two field goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. That cannot happen. That's yeah. a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think one of them, if not a pick six, need to be at the five-yard line. It need to be yeah. something in goal short or field. something. Extremely <laughs> short field to capitalize on yeah. that. So I just – And it doesn't matter, and I – I don't think it matter who goes up first and the number of points, because both offenses are built to the strike. Yeah, to strike. I, I, um, not, I mean, Tampa Bay is not on the level of Kansas City, yeah, but, but they if they go points. down, uh, I'll, I'll say this: Tampa Bay can't go down more than seventeen, otherwise, game over. Yeah. Kansas City can go down twenty-one, <laughs> and they they could be back in yeah. it. I, um, <clears throat> the reason I'm going Honey Badger or somebody from the defensive side because I think they got to get a couple of picks. Especially two? Wait. Yeah, they need two. Or I, two turnovers. Two turnovers. Whether I, it's a pick or a fumble. fumble but I think, and a fumble. You know, I, I, think, I think the two people on defense, uh, what's number 95 for Kansas City? Uh, uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Chris Jones, you got to have a big game or Honey Badger got to have a big game. That's there. If Jones is having a big game, that means he's getting pressure and they, they're not listening. Honey Badger has a big game because they had to they had to force had the to. blitz. You know what I mean? He has to be more involved. On Tampa Bay side, for them to win the game, I know everybody wants to give it to Tom Brady, but I think he's Bis- gonna get it. Biscuit, no risk it. Gotta run Fournette. Gotta run uh 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 what's yeah, the Fournette. Fournette and Jones. Yeah, the two running backs. Like he can't do. They gotta be combined one twenty. Yeah, they gotta be up there for like, them. For yeah, them, because. They, they, he can't do what he did against Green Bay. You can't go up 18 and then turn around and give up three interceptions in the second half because you just you kept on wanting to throw the ball instead of taking some in the air. You do that against Kansas City, that's 17 points, bare minimum, three. But it's probably 21. Probably more than that. More than that. Yeah. Well, and then on top of what they're going to score anyway. So, um, so I'm going. What's your score? Who you got? I want it 35-31. I'm going to come off my score just because I'm not quite sure about the offensive line. So, I'm going to come down. To uh, 33-28. But I still got Kansas City winning. I mean, yeah. Kansas. 33-28. I got 34-31 Tampa Bay. Yeah, you went up. You I you yeah. it wasn't for the O line, I'd be I would stick at 35. <laughs> Matter of fact, I probably would go high. I would go 38, 38-31 or 38-33, Jim? but uh, I'm I'm picking Kansas City. Um Looking at the last, the, when they played each other the first time, I think Kansas City put up 38. I know the left tackle's not there. I think they could still get 38. So I'm oh. going to say 38, 38-28. Wow, really? I, 10 point. Listen, well, I don't. What the current spread, spread is, is three. Three. Kansas it didn't City. drop below three yet. So it's still at three. Okay. I think it's going to stay there because of the O line. I think it would have went up if the O line was healthy. And you give it, and you got to give them points for being at home. For home. So let's just say, so let's just say, so it would have probably been five. If, it, if everybody's healthy, it would have been seven. I don't think it, I, I don't see it being that high. I th- a five. I think they would have did five because you need people to bet. Well, I was about to say seven, but then you would have can't. 
Veterans would have been like seven. And, and then, then now, now you at home. So that's three points off. So you at four. Now you add Brady. You know what I mean? Maybe Brady gets you another point. So you add three. No, they're not going to go below two because you go below two. They're like, what's the fixing? <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to leave no, it. No at. field goal to win it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it is amazing that the staffs on both sides, uh, especially for Tampa Bay, a lot of the coordinators are black. Then Eric Enemy being black. Now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to discuss the implications of that. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. We'll be right back. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter, DNA Sports Talk on Instagram, DNA Sports Talk on Facebook, DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website www.dnasportstalk.com. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Kids follow your lead. Help them stay healthy. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. And cover coughs and sneezes. Clean and disinfect the objects you touch often, like your phone, the remote, and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And if you're the one who's sick, stay home. This station is part of the Beasley Best Community of Caring, and we care about your family. For more info, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. We don't agree. Say so. 404-603-8770 is the number to call in. Once again, 404-603-8770. Before we left, we gave our predictions. Uh, you going Tampa Bay. going Tampa Bay, 34-31. 30, 30, uh, what did I say? 33-28. 33-28. Kansas City. You're going Kansas City. Now, I will say I hope Kansas City wins the game for Eric Bieniemy's sake. Uh, he has been passed over once again for a NFL head coaching position because I want his price to go up. <laughs> you can't you can't pay him that uh that that base salary between yeah, 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 yeah. you know you've been a coordinator for this amount of time. So here's this here's this range. Mm-mm. No, you got <laughs> he he's going to demand top dollar. Like you said when we we're talking during the break, not quite Gruden, but close to it. You can get Gruden. Gruden, <laughs> Gruden hasn't earned his $10 million. Had they made the playoffs since he's been there? It's the second season, right? Third. They've made it once. Wait, was that with Gruden? No. Yeah. He hasn't made the playoffs. Because the, the, the last time they made the playoffs, 
car got hurt and they had to start Matt McGloin or Connor that Cook or something. That wasn't Gruden. That might have been the year it, before he came. Okay, that that was Del Rio then. He's going on his career. <laughs> He's going Del on Rio. his third year, and they ain't no closer to the to the playoffs than they were when he got there. True. Well, part of it with them is I, they're they're a completely undisciplined team. Well, he can. He Who's can, that on? That was rhetorical. That was rhetorical question. I, 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 so I no, not close to. He should get John Gruden money. He's yeah. Well, do you think that? Do, how much do you think that? On a scale of one to one hundred, what percentage do you think that none of these jobs would were that intriguing to him to begin with? If they weren't intriguing, he wouldn't interview for them. So that and that's one of the issues and. I hated seeing that he doesn't interview well. When we saw, I want you to try and find that clip the for the Detroit. Detroit, please. The, Actually, um, the last two and, and the Jets and the Pull Jets both one. of those. Up. Neither one of them so, conference wise. So hold tight on those. Oh, two. You, you mean the Eagles? The Eagles. Oh my Eagles, bad, Eagles. Yeah, Sorry, I know she was green. Yeah, Eagles, I know she was green. Right. Eagles and, and uh, the Lions. Lions. Pull those. Uh, up real quick for me. If please. you can't do a press conference, which they which they actually prep you for, no, where you had written down, was, uh, like these were, this was a time for you to. It's prepared. It's a prepared <laughs> speech. Speak to not only the uh, fans, the organization, the team. This is your first impression because not everybody you might have once you got hired spoke to maybe the quarterback. Or one of the main people on the defensive side of the ball. You've obviously spoken to the GM and mm-hmm. so forth. But here's your chance to introduce yourself to, everybody else. to everyone the else league. and say The world. I am the one the, taking over. The I'm world, the leader Craig. of men. The world. The world. <laughs> I am Craig. the leader of men to everybody <laughs> on this team. You speaking to the world, Craig. This is the first time I speak to the world. And you get it written down. And, and it's written I, down, and right? You able to talk talk in the mirror, you know. You should practice. Get the ands and uhs out of there. And it's very was, limited questions. I was you know where those the, questions are coming. No, it, it wasn't even about the questions. This was a chance for you to make us. This was your statement. Mm-hmm. Even before the questions come along, this was a prepared statement you had written down to speak to everyone to say, I am the new head coach. And we'll get that up in a second. But I want to go back real quickly to Tampa Bay. Defense coordinator with Todd Bowles, mm-hmm. offense coordinator Brian Leftwich mm-hmm. was a special teams he's as moving, black. He's going, he's going all his way up. Oh, talking about just all the, all, oh, all the, all the head guys in outside, Tampa Bay outside of the head coach black. are black. Defensive, <laughs> offensive coordinator, which is the assistant to the head coach, basically. Right. Like you said, special special teams. teams. Um, I'm trying to find his name. And uh, one, Keith Armstrong yeah. is special teams. Mm-hmm. So all of them. And then um, there are even females that are uh, uh, helping out in, uh, I think, team scouting or mm-hmm. somewhat. So, got to give Bruce Arians a lot of credit on walking the walk just, and not just bro, talking just the talk. I can't support Tom Brady right now, though. <laughs> but, but, go ahead. I know. <laughs> but what is even worse, or I don't know if it's even worse on the same level, Airbnb not getting a job, is that Byron Leftwich wasn't even interviewed. Oh, I mean, that's worse than, to me. You know, not me. even being interviewed, not even being on the list. And think about what he has done. See, because see. Bruce Arians said that Byron Leftwich is the play caller. A lot of people will say that, well, uh, Andy Reid is calling most of the plays. And I was going to go. So that, so I read, but, I read but a few. Brian Ref, yeah. Byron Leftwich is calling yeah. every single play. And, well, him and, and Tom. he's had, I mean, he's had Tom. 
But last year he had Jameis in the year before, who was the quarterback? Uh, McCowan, who just, I think, McCown. got a, McCown. Who, who just got hired. Did he just get hired by uh, Houston? Houston, Houston. He's the, uh, as a quarterback, quarterback coach. coach. Yeah. But quarterback he, was, he was the backup quarterback, so he was, he was already I there. know, but I'm just saying, I, I, yeah, you, you, you got a guy. So for him to get hired that high up in less than three to five years, McGowan can li- 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 legitimately be a head coach. Because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not at the bottom of the, of the pole chopping no, no, no. his teeth. When you a quarterbacks coach, you're right there. You're next to you're, the uh, offense coordinator. Yeah, so your your pecking order is less than a lot of guys. So we got can, the Dan Campbell clip. So this is Dan Campbell, Detroit, uh, Detroit Lions, right? Lions <laughs> and this was his press conference Hold your knees. to the world. Hold your knees and your calf muscles and everything else. I wanted this job bad because I felt like I knew this community. I played here. All right, here's what I know. Just as an overall philosophy, you're going to say, well, what's this team going to be? What's it not going to be? Here's what I know. All right. I know that Detroit's made up of great people, some really good people. All right. This community is strong. Um, This place has been kicked. It's been battered. It's been bruised. And I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're going to win this many games. I can't that uh, none of that matters. And you guys don't want to hear it anyway. You've had enough of that. So excuse my language. All right. Here's what I do know is that this team is going to take on the identity of this city. All right. And the city's been been down and it found a way to get up. All right. It's so found far a so way good to uh, overcome adversity. All right. And you so this team's going to be built on. Okay. Uh, we're going to kick <laughs> you in the teeth. All right. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right, and we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're they going to be the last one standing. What? So, like, really? Like, he was doing good up until a certain point because so everybody many, don't want to hear the same. How many? We're going to do this. How many games and we're going to do that. Greg, Greg Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just trying to figure out how many games we should play Greg Williams after the bounty when he was in New Orleans. How many games was he a head coach? No, how many games he got to spend? He got to spend the whole season. He got a whole, whole season. season. He got a whole he season. Get, he should get two games for this speech. <laughs> just for that speech. Because it's about 15 flags right here. <laughs> All right, I got the uh, the Nick Sirianni. Hold up, hold up for a okay. second. Let me, let me, like... You bite kneecaps off, and then you're knocking out teeth, and then you get back up. Like, I understand we are tired of hearing the same, yeah, we're going to be a great team. You know, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Okay. I understand the the, the PR move on this somebody. Way, but he way. went way yeah. off into the left field with I, this. I was trying to figure out, was he high? He might have been. So you can't tell me. You cannot tell me. It's because Eric Bieniemy didn't interview well. Didn't interview well. Is is no possible way. Now we got the one from the Eagles. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team. That we have a smart football team here, and I know we have the the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart, is knowing what to do. We're gonna. We're gonna know. We're gonna have systems in place that are easier to learn. All right, complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against, or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. 
Because when we can put that, because we, when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Less thinking equals talent take over, but we need to have systems in place and we will have systems in place to do so. I'll buy you a Super Bowl ticket. You can tell me what he said. <laughs> so like, while that was going on, so here, here's, but here's, go ahead. Come, come on. Here's the problem with this. It's a prepared statement. You weren't taking questions at this point. And you could see him in the press conference look down. At some point, nervousness does take over with anyone. Read what's on the paper till you get yourself acclimated mm-hmm. to calm yourself down. If, about, I mean, public, talk, they say giving public discourses. Public speaking is the number one fear below above death. It's been documented. Public speaking is the number one fear. So what do you do if you have to speak in public and you're not used to it? You have everything written down word for word. If you have to look down, read a few lines to gather yourself, to calm yourself, you do that. So you know what you know what you're doing right now? You're doing something that's been beating your head because everywhere we go, we have to perform at a certain level. Oh yeah. So what you what so what I'm getting at is there are when people say, well, how does so-and-so, like you say, how does the enemy not get a job and this guy get a job? If you're at your job and you're like, well, how did this guy get hired? You know what I mean? Like, who does he know or what does he know? Or it's who, all about who you, you know. know. And so, and it doesn't matter whether or not they have the ability to communicate well. It doesn't, because if you can't communicate well here, to me, you can't communicate you can't with, with, the team, team, right. with the team. You cannot. So those are check boxes, though, for everybody <laughs> else. So if, if me and you going in there, or in this case, the enemy, or in this case, uh, Caldwell, because I'm talking about they retread, less wish, whatever. Bowls. They'll say, you know what? You got to be able to communicate and be leaders of men and be able to communicate and, and get your point across and be stern and be whatever, whatever, right. whatever you, you want to put out there. And then yet you you as an organization put these two dummies out here because as of, as of right now they're dummies until they win some games they are dummies and and so the general they hired po- who they wanted the to general hire. population is like well what is your standard for hiring these guys because right. Serini right their their connections there like Siri Siriani Siri I'm gonna pronounce his name right until Off- he come up with a real script. offense coordinator for the Colts but he yep. coached under Frank Reich right. who was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when they won that Super Bowl so basically it's a connection to Carson Wentz because I, the Eagles clearly want to stick with Carson Wentz mm-hmm. they don't want to be in a situation where the coach might decide to put in Jalen Hurts. So they, and they, that's part, and that's why Peterson is gone. Is gone. Mm-hmm. Right. He he was playing Hurts, and he liked what Hurts was doing. Peterson was the uh, OC under Andy Reid, right? And yeah. nobody said anything about well, Peterson doesn't uh, doesn't call the plays as Andy Reid. He got a head coaching job, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you can't have the same thing with Byron Left. I mean, um, Airbnb saying, well, we don't know who called the well, plays. Oh, when Matt Doug Maggie. Peterson Matt got Maggie. one, Matt, yeah. Right, your boy Chicago. Chicago. (laughs) Twenty eighteen, Peterson Nunn play calling OC. Frank Wright becomes a head coach. Right. Mm Twenty twenty, right. Um, That's how uh, Sarani is in, and then like you mentioned, Nagy. The all three, all four of those rather, got a head coaching job when they were not considered the play caller. Yeah, and I back to the enemy. That's what I was saying. Like early in the season, you, you started reading stuff, and it was like they were saying, well. Andy Reid is still calling the majority of the plays and la 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 la, but they're not giving any credence to what he does 
um, in the film room, what he does on the practice field, what he does. Which is his name for coaches who are the same way. Also with with the enemy is that the, the story is that Reed will keep calling passing plays and the enemy has to get to him like, we need to run the ball some. Yeah, because to, to try to balance out the because the in Philadelphia that was his problem. He gets he, an he, kept, he like, get to an NFC Championship and game and he be like, man, Donovan Mack ain't gonna have no arm right. by the end of this game. You got a running back. You got Westbrook. Westbrook, <laughs> right? Feed him the ball. You be forgetting back there, just holding the position. So, <clears throat> listen, these two guys who got high shows you. Granted, you got you, you got you got to be in the know, right? You got to be in that circle. People are gonna hire who they know. But at the, also at the same time, and that's in any job, any job. But also at the same time, what the NFL s- seems not to do that other jobs do, you still got to have qualifications to get there. And so you got people like Brian Leftwich, who's who's cut his teeth all the way through. He was a not a decent quarterback in college because some of these guys who were supposed to be quarterbacks quarterback. were greatest. Were, right. were garbage right. in college. Right. He was one of the greats at Marshall's. You know yeah. what I mean? He was a great there. He was. Heisman worthy yeah. at Marshall at a basically a Division two school. You know, Marshall, they play D1 ball, but they're, they're, they, they're, their yeah, size they and whatnot, their size was more considered to be. They were the they were the Central Floridas and yeah. the um, Boise States, States before, before, yeah. before now. So he's done that as a player. Then he comes around, he's cut his teeth all the way through to where but he did But again, he didn't even get an interview. No. Well, I think part of it with Leftwich is that he became – with, like a uh, being there with Arians, he he was the interim offensive coordinator. Like he's really only been doing this for two and a half years after he stopped. How playing. long has I understand? <laughs> and they just hired and look was it McGowan who just stopped playing six months ago? Come on, I want it right. You can't get McCown. McCown is a quarterbacks coach though. What's so so what's Leftwich? I mean, look, right? I mean, Leftwich was the quarterbacks coach. But and then when they uh, and then he became the office coordinator like halfway and through the season. And he's played. He's played under some of the greats. Then he played for. Uh, then he played in New Orleans. Who? No. Leftwich. Leftwich played for. He played for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. He played in Tomlin. Tomlin. Two, two Super Bowls. Yeah. As yeah. far as coaches, he got, been, he got one. I know. I'm saying as far as Tomlin just being, he's been the two though. What? Well, yeah. I'm just saying, as yeah, far as being, because right. they'll throw I, that, I, I they'll throw that out there too. Well, you've been under this coach, you you know, have you gleaned from this coach? Well, he's gleaned from from uh, Arians, and um, if you want to consider yeah. Arians, well, I mean, Arians has been this multiple well, Super Bowl, multiple Super right, right. too. So I'm just, I, I feel, I feel the goalpost keeps moving. I feel left, which has been more disrespected than Airbnb. Because also, what we don't say is Airbnb has somewhat. I mean, they keep bringing it up, even though it's 20 years ago. He does have a, his past. His past. What was it? DUI and, and something with a female that. Right. Has, that was when he was in college. No, yeah, I, I, I know. But I, I know. <laughs> no, I'm one just, was after that. You know, he he had one doing the league. Yeah, he had one oh, doing while the he league. was in the yeah. league, rookie or, or a second, second year, year in right? The league, okay, whatever. so yeah, we're yeah. we're talking about almost thirty years ago. I, yeah, I, I, no, but I'm, I'm but they're gonna bring that up I'm because they're you. gonna bring up character. Yeah, I, I, but Byron Leftwich, to his point, clean as a whistle. Ain't never heard anything. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. because if it was something, they would have brought it up by and now. And he wouldn't have been a coach. The only thing I How about that? that? I mean, he no, he would have been, but not like the enemy is a coach Yeah, but but this all ties into that. I would say with Leftwich. I think next year, you should, he should be seriously considered next year. I think this time it was too soon. But I know with other hires, it's too soon. But that just shows that these teams want to hire who they want to hire. I mean, you yeah. can look at 
the the Texan situation with hiring the oh, GM. Oh, they had a search firm yeah. spent a lot spent of money. a lot of money, and the search firm came back with okay, uh, this guy from the Steelers and uh, Lewis Riddick. It was two bl uh, black. Yeah, the, the guy from the Steelers, a uh, director, player, personnel, mm -hmm. I think. He's and black. Lewis and Lewis Riddick. But the owner wanted to hire, he wanted to hire the he, dude from the Patriots yeah. all along because they tried to hire him last yeah, year. Casario. 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 They wanted to hire, he wanted to hire him all along. Like, well, we'll hire this search firm and, you know, then they'll smoking, look good if mirrors. this guy is the, you know, yeah. if they have him on the list. And they didn't but come back But that's what they do. Like, the all, league has done um, a disservice of sorts by saying we'll give you a uh, compensatory second round pick if you hire a minority GM and if you hire a uh, coach you get a third round pick well <laughs> they're get, still not I can get that on a trade <laughs> I'm just saying and and the, the only thing I've heard is that the Ravens got a compensatory pick because they developed this guy into a coach like David Cully came from the Ravens. Yeah, but Cully. So the Ravens get a who pick. is the new Texans head, head coach. coach who ain't never been a head coach. At, granted, he's a minority, but he's right, still he's been an assistant for over for, 30, for 30 years. 30 years, and then when he gets a chance, he gets a chance on a depleted team. Yeah, their franchise quarterback ain't gonna play for them. Right, they don't he's have done. they don't have no wide receivers and running backs because the previous. Uh, GM head coach dismantled. That's one of the jobs that I think the enemy didn't want. Once such, once some of the things about the about Deshaun Watson came out, how he doesn't want to play there. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. the enemy really he didn't want the. Well, job. he was an afterthought. They had well, interviewed yeah, everybody. Came to him like like mm -hmm. two weeks, three weeks after they interviewed all these. Yeah, other people. after you didn't interview seven people, and but at now that point, even, yeah, after, you, even if I were him, I wouldn't want. No, that I job. wouldn't want to go. So he had interviewed. Texans had interviewed about seven or eight coaches. Deshaun Watson gets upset and says, "You know, well, you, I had, I wanted Airbnb to be, you know, one of the people you interview." Then he gets the interview. Mm -hmm. So it was an afterthought of okay, we'll try. But he wasn't. He wasn't kept him. in the. He was told that he would be kept, kept in the loop, loop, right? About the GM search and, and the coach. And, well, yeah, like he would be kept in the loop about about everything, and they just and like I said, with the search firm, they just went out and hired yeah, who they, who they wanted. wanted to. And he was like, you "That's are, part of the problem." And, and even though he's also like, "You've already tried this Patriots." Uh, regime. regime. I've told people it's an incestuous and relationship. You've already tried it, and it got me. It got you what? Here, no, right. no picks, no wide receivers, an old running back, and y'all gonna work. still gonna get another one? And you, and you can look at you can look at Detroit. They just they just lost three years of their franchise life messing right. with Patricia, which is why Stafford was like, I don't want to go to New England. I'm not going to New England. Because I've already, oh. already been there. I'm not doing that. I, I, just, I just put that together. Yeah. Like I, I read he didn't want to go to New England. I'm like, what's wrong with that? Patricia. Well, Patricia's, Patricia's over there. Because yeah. he's back. I wouldn't want to go there either. Yeah. I just had that. Yeah. I'm not going into that same you situation. You know you're on the other side of the ball. I don't want to see him. I don't even want to see him. <laughs> right. I don't even want to hear his no, voice. The thing with Deshaun Watson is this. You you're you're an owner. You make billions of dollars. You have the right to hire whoever you want to, but you can't come in and tell me, "Hey, I'm gonna keep you a part of the loop. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know yeah, what's going it. on." And then we hire GM, and you find out on Twitter. Like you you can't do that. And the other thing is McNair, uh, Bob McNair, who was the previous owner of the Texans, he had already made the statement that the prisons are running the yeah. asylum, and now his son has and it. now his son has it. So that's that's strike one. 
because the sun is falling under with these same tendencies, mm -hmm. the same mindset that his father had. So and, and then they, you trade it. For, and they allowed the GM head coach to do whatever the, he the wanted. Chaplain the chaplain or whoever yeah, yeah, to yeah. be. In. So I don't, to Deshaun's uh, credit, it wouldn't matter who the coach is. Yeah, they brought in a black coach, Cully. But he's like, it's not a problem with this level. It's the upper management mm -hmm. that I have a problem with. Had they said, Deshaun, we're going to make a decision. You know, we appreciate input, but we're going to make a decision. Okay, cool. Now I know not to expect anything. But don't tell me you're yeah. going to do something and don't do it. And don't bring in the better GMs. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, the two guys there, obviously in Pittsburgh, you see how they draft. So they haven't really missed a lot on their drafts. I like we we claim we love Gruden in the box and how Gruden was talking about and we loved it so much that the Raiders decided to give him ten million dollars over ten years or whatever. Hundred million. Hundred million. Hundred million. Over ten years because we love his play call in the box. So how much I listen to Riddick in the booth talking and understanding and helping you. We he, don't love that to for know, someone he knows to be like the process of of putting a team together. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, yeah, he's in the booth, but people don't like really like pay attention that much attention to what he's actually talking about is like he he's done this before yeah and i think with with a guy like uh with gruden i think that this was a makeup call that was a makeup call kind of higher and they so i'm gonna compensate I'm, I'm on, it's, what's the day february 1st right yes it's black history month first day to all my caucasian listeners out here whatever don't take two offense to this they, you will listen to Gruden because it sounds better coming out of his face. You love Tony <laughs> Romo because it sounds better coming out of his face. But you have a problem with it coming out of Riddick's face. Or you have a problem with it coming... 75% I'm just saying. of the players are what color? Me and you. Okay. So, you would think you would want to have more coaches that were the, of the same color. Well, no. Well, you would no, think... But... you. However, not, not, you not, would think you would hold think on, let you me finish. Hold on, let me finish. You would think you would want someone of the same color to be able to be a leader of men. But the owners see a face of the franchise, and that face of the franchise looks better white. Yeah. Look at what happened with Cam when he got to the Carolina Panthers. You're gonna be the face of the franchise, Cam. We don't want any tattoos, we don't want this. Mm -hmm. The owner, Bob Smith, if I'm Jerry you know, Richardson. Jerry Richardson, yeah. thank you. Before was he like, got kicked out. Before he got kicked out, right. <laughs> was like, I want a clean cut image. Yeah. This is what I want to present. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with the owners. No, I, I, I even go, I was going to say that, but even further, you see, you would assume that if you had a guy, and everybody's not going to be coaching material. Some guys don't want to be that or whatever. That's We understand that. But you would assume if 80% of what's coming out is someone of our people, person of our hue, that you trying to tell me not even 5% are worthy? We to only be... got three black head coaches right now. And, and yeah. what, well, Miami, Flores, uh, Pittsburgh, and now Pittsburgh, Tomlin, and now Houston, Houston. But, but I mean, I'm gonna go, three. I'm gonna go before I get to the head coaching, you gotta have the which GM. Is, which is the GM's hired the head coach most less of the than time. 10%. You know, but the GM's hired the head coach most of the time. Right. So every time, so you go to, go to Baltimore, we look at, um, What's his name? Uh, he's retired now. Ozzy. Ozzy. Ozzy played 30, 20 some odd years tight end in the organization with Cleveland, then Baltimore, whatever. 
became a GM. And Ozzy is looked at one of the top five all time all time GMs for what all he's time. done. Like he he didn't his, miss his on part, nothing. His parting gift was Lamar Jackson yeah. to him. Like, all right, I I can I can retire now. But I mean, so you trying to tell me there aren't guys that come up that you can't see when when they're playing that you know what? But it could be I, an actual. What's coach different or, now? What's different now is like during when when he became a, a GM and working the organization, it was. It was it was better to get a former player because he knows, especially if if he was on a winning team or successful team, mm-hmm. he knows he knows what players the team needs to 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 be successful. So you get a former player to be the GM, but now there's a focus on analytics and saber metrics and all that. So what the people are looking for, so what these teams are looking for, are the guys who are who went to Ivy League schools who went to or went to Stanford or something and they're good at math or, or economics or something like that. And they look at the value of a player through basically, basically just through numbers. It's basically like Daryl Morey. If he was in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, and to be, and to be fair, Sometimes not saying that so, just because you play doesn't make you yeah, a great cause I, cause, GM cause, and because you didn't play doesn't mean you're bad. Yeah. One. Cause Singletary, didn't work out well. John Elway right John, now. John Elway, yeah, John Elway right now right. is like he can't seem to make his mind up. You he, know. he the Michael Jordan of yeah, NFL. NFL, yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, I know. mean, it's true. Just yeah, because sometimes when you are, i.e., Michael Jordan, when you are one of the greatest that's played, your perception is skewed Singletary. as to you know how to probably. evaluate, you know who well, plays and who does. I think, but it's plays also, well. It's also a an era kind of thing. Yeah, yeah like that too. John Elway is if he keeps saying that, oh, I see a, myself in this quarterback. Stop looking for yourself. Right. Yeah. Why and, Isaiah Thomas and, drafted Damon Stoudemire because he saw himself. himself right. And the other problem, <laughs> the other problem with that too is you lie to yourself because they've been lying to John Elway his whole career. John Elway, this is what pissed me off about mobile quarterback. John Elway, Steve Young, those jokers ran their first five years. John Elway didn't become good until. TD. TD got there, and they had Terrell a real run. Well, they were able to. Right. They were, one, they he, made. They he made three Super Bowls. Yeah, but and they lost won the ball. One, they won. They won the two yes, in a row with TD with because TD. they because they decided to run the ball instead yeah, of had having John throw it all the time. Exactly. I, I, yeah. Football. I can easily. De- I can easily <laughs> defend a team that throws the ball ninety percent of the time. Because then I just play for that because I know you're not yeah. going to run the ball. It makes it easy because you're one dimensional mm-hmm. at that point. But. And looking at this, it's going to have to be a shift in minorities and particularly black coaches getting these quarterbacks, these OCs, the DCs, like they're doing in Tampa Bay, special teams, to where when you have so many of them but around, they, they, then you, it's you easier gotta, to gotta, move up. You still got to call them, though. I, I know. I know. Even, I'm just saying no, right to now, help the process. Even when they're there, you got to still call them. Pick the phone up, call I, them. No, I agree. And we and whatever they have right now, the NFL has in place is not working because again, the incentive is I can get that on my own with making a couple of trades. I don't have to do what you were saying. I don't have to hire a yeah black GM. I or, need a second round, a third round. I'm gonna move I a running move back. A I'm move. A, I can move a wide receiver and get that. You know what I mean? So, but also I want to see how it works as far as like it. We're talking about like the GM would hire a coach. Uh, Atlanta just hired a GM and a coach, but it looked like they hired the coach. They hired the coach first. first yeah. 
They hired um so it's like Arthur this. Smith first before Tennessee, they hired um Terry Fontenot. Terry Fontenot, thank but you. But it's like how much control are the because three black GMs were hired. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much control or input they're actually going to have. Because not if when, you look at not the, when you hire the coach first, look at who Washington uh hired. Mayhew. Mayhew. He's black, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they were gonna hire the Panthers old GM because Ron Rivera yeah, only has Panthers him. numbers in his yeah, phone. Right. But Caroline but they put 2.0. right. But they hire Mayhew and put Herney over him. Mm-hmm. So it's like what what power does Mayhew actually None. have? None. Which that goes back a little bit to the Falcons, and we were trying to figure out who made the final decision: Dimitrov or no? Um, what was from, McKay? Ma- no, 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 the uh, other the coach, head coach from. Um, Oh, Quinn. Quinn. Quinn who like, that, like how much, now. who has the final say-so? So, again, in that scenario, now that you have the GM, you would think, okay, he has been given the power to make and those personnel decisions, but does he really have that power? what it seemed to be was Uncle Arthur was making decisions all this time. And so, well, no, Rich McKay. He was, well, Rich he's McKay even worse. And so what no, it seems Arthur, like Arthur, we Arthur all, Blank knows Arthur, no, Arthur Smith's dad has to. Oh, yeah, we know about the Home Depot and FedEx yeah. connection. So, basically <laughs> – they're, what you're saying is the Atlanta, the Atlanta, he like yeah that's that was a business move by the way. What you're saying is the Atlanta Falcons are the Cowboys 2.0. So no, they ain't took- that bad. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> we come back. We got not, that doesn't discuss. even make sense. You gotta explain that to me on the break. DNA Sports yeah. Talk 1100 AM. We'll be right back. <laughs> The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroline from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world. <laughs> To the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com. Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com. Join me for a minute. I want you to hear something. Sports talk it is. Welcome! 
listening to the Sports Shock Show, and I'm the Sports Shock Wayne Candy. The Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge, and I'm your host, Mr. Controversy. Hello, and welcome to DNA Sports. I'll just don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. It's Sports Roundtable. I am your humble host, HO. Download the Real 1100 app from your Google Play or Apple App Store today. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don and DNA. <laughs> What's going on? This is Asa the A and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree. Say so. 404 604-603-8770. 404-603-8770. Live on Twitch. Um, before we move off of the NFL, any chance Deshaun Watson stays in Houston? No. No. It's a done deal. So, we were talking about that. So, since Stafford left Detroit and now in the Rams, yep. and the Rams are getting uh, golf. two golf exchange. But the who, Rams, won that, who won I that mean, trade? The, the, both. both. I, th- I think it's kind of even. Yeah. When, we, uh, well, we don't know. I mean, for right now, it seems even because Detroit got several picks. Golf two. is not a horrible quarterback. You know, he's decent. Actually, so, you know what? I back up the Rams one because based off that interview from that fool that they hired as a head coach, who's their quarterback? Oh, well, that's true. Who's their quarterback coach? Campbell. You talking about the new head coach, Campbell? The, the, the new head, the head, head coach, but who's the quarterback's coach or offensive coordinator in Detroit? Uh, Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn's the offensive coordinator. Anthony okay. Lynn. Mark Brunel is the quarterback coach. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're 5-11. Five and, five and the Rams won. The deal. What? Uh, even though, even <laughs> though they gave even, the Rams won a deal. Stafford. Okay. Are Stafford, the Rams gonna win eight games? Yeah, they're yes. gonna win more than eight games. Uh, okay. How many? How many games the Lions gonna win? But uh, the Rams is Super Bowl a bust because yeah, next two years. You, right. They got two years to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they went all in on it because if you got an injury at any point, you you strap. You gotta pray for good health mm-hmm. at this point. So that's why I say. It's kind of even because it's not like we're expecting Detroit to to be anything. They, they get they get two first rounders. They got a third round and second they, round. A second round and they got some. They got a, uh, another player. So a, they can build on that. They can build on that. But right. I don't trust it. What I just seen on the interview. The interview. Oh, well, not with coach. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't show me you gonna do anything. But I like what the Rams got. I mean, um, I still think the Rams won. Rams won also because I think they learned from Jacksonville a couple of years ago. Get out of my head. You got a top nut. You, def- you, you can't top tell me top. Sue yeah. and Jalen Ramsey and, went and, and said, hey, Donald, we need a quarterback. And Donald, I mean, Donald, Donald right. Yeah, we need a quarterback. Yeah, like <laughs> we got two or three years left for this defense here. To be at this, this level. At this level before we, you have a drop off. You need a quarterback. The Super right. Bowl, your quarterback didn't do it. The Super Bowl, I mean, the year, the year after you made the playoff, but your quarterback didn't do it. We we need to do this now. Go get one. Yeah, I don't care who you go get. Go go get them. <laughs> go get somebody better than golf. We'll and so Stafford has always been a, a a good quarterback, but you know playing in Detroit, you, you don't know when it, when a person is happy and enjoying their situation, they play a lot better. I.e. Tom Brady this year. So I, I can see how he could I, play better. I, 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 possibly, I've, I've listened. I've listened. Over the last, you know, few days, the, the trade happened, and people try to say, "Well, Stafford didn't win in college." And you can't blame college on Stafford. They went ten and three. 
They were 10 plus wins all three years he was there at Georgia. But their problem was Georgia, for some reason, thought that they needed to have uh, NFL schedule, schedule. for two yeah. of those years, scheduling Arizona State and flying across the country when you're right. in the SEC. You, you just need to be. It 14. wasn't the same, you know. So, but ten and three, but in Detroit, you take away, um, take away uh, Megatron. Name me another wide receiver he's had since he since he's been there. What go, Golden Tate? Yeah. Take away, name me a running back he's had. Take away Bush, or or I want to say Reddick was decent. Like he. He's had a running back that's been good for one year. I think and then he had they get pain hurt. or something for a you know, year. They, he's never had. He got hurt. So he's out there throwing the ball 80% of the time, 90% of the time. He's no, swinging say, it around. But you don't you don't know what you're going to get. You're just glad that he, if he feels he's in a better position, mm-hmm. he's going to play better. And it is an upgrade. It ain't that much of an upgrade, but it's enough to where they're a, they're a, a contender. Upgrade. I think it's a big upgrade. It ain't that big. Ball. It ain't that big. For the first time. Because. You just talked about how Sean McVay got out coached a couple of times in the playoffs mm-hmm. and in the Super Bowl. So, well, he got coached in the Super Bowl. Like, I, that's so, like, so again, but I thought being that, out coached, but I, that but I, could happen yeah. to um, new quarterback um, Stafford now. Yeah. But I, I said, you know, with McVay and in not putting him in the right position. Yeah, with McVay in the Super Bowl, I just felt the stage rookie head coach. You got you got what people consider the goat across the across the field. Yeah, he he got stuck. He was like in awe and and just did not coach his game. And I think excuse, I think he came out and said, you know, the following season, man, I just I I, I played a I, I got stage fright basically. I had I, I called a horrible game. I did not put our team. In hey, any- just because you can remember every single play of every single game, yeah, that's great and all, but you got to be able to. Put people in the right positions. I, they 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 are ten win team, ten and six. They still in the toughest division in the NFC West, or one of the toughest divisions in the NFC West. Seattle, the, you know, we still don't know what the 49ers are going to do. I think the 49ers go all in now, or now they have a barrier. What they can yeah, do. they don't want Jimmy go, G. That's obvious. Yeah, so they can go after Deshaun. So do you give a three? Now that Stafford got kick was. A, the Stafford trade was two first rounders in a in a second round was uh, two first rounders in the third round and in a, in a, a second in a second round. Deshaun is three first rounds off top. But plus, like, but like I, plus but, but whatever. Like, else. What I was saying to make this make this even more sweet in the deal if I'm the if I'm the 49ers, I give you three first rounds. Or the Colts. Or the Colts. Even though if I'm Deshaun, I want to go to. 49ers. Or like really every every other team except Kansas City should be calling. Uh, Texans on Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Pittsburgh should be calling him. <laughs> like everybody. The coach should be calling the uh, agent. 49ers. Uh, I wouldn't pick up the phone to watch the football team call. Jacksonville. Yeah. Because you can trade that number one pick and yeah. then. But I wouldn't go to Jacksonville because if I'm Deshaun, I don't want to waste another five years building. I want to go somewhere where I don't want to say it's an easy road to the Super Bowl, but I would, I would, I'd rather go to a team that's already. So here's what do you well go- if he's going to the Jets, which is reported, then that's rebuilding. Yeah, I wouldn't go to the Jets. What? So I mean, Miami is another one, I, but I don't. They need to get off that high horse of being stuck well, on no, what, well, um, what's his name could be. Well, I, uh, I, Tua. Well, I, I will say this about the Jets, though. I think the Jets. I mean, granted, they were two and fourteen last year, but I think the Jets' main problem was Adam Gase. Well, yeah, have that, no that coach. too. Like, I, when you start, when, checking, he, when he said he failed to groom Sam Darnold, you the offensive course, guru, yeah. right? So I mean I don't <laughs> if I'm the Jets I keep Sam Donald I just don't think Sam Donald's had a chance with anybody we don't know you know what I mean yeah TBD to be determined well, yeah but 
Um, but if you got a chance to get Deshaun Watson, I, you can I get, get Deshaun it. Watson. But I mean, if he wants into the Jets, it's not a bad move. You got you got two wide receivers. You got a solid defense. You in a somewhat easy division. Well, you got to play. Um, you got Buffalo's on the rise. Buffalo. Buffalo hasn't shown me that they can stay consistent. They even will. We think they, they will. will. But you got the Patriots on the on the decline. Yeah. You got Miami, Miami, who's up there. You know, it's yeah. a tough division. It's, it's, it's a getting tough, division. tough, but it's not as tough as the NFC West. That's why if I go there, I go to San Fran. Though I know I got a I got a top you got ten Seattle on top ten defense. Well, well, in the Rams and in Arizona, you know what I mean. So I mean, tomato, tomato, better weather in San uh, Fran. I like the way. You can criticize. I don't think very few people have criticized Deshaun Watson on how he handled it. Uh, you trade away his wide receiver, and he didn't for say nothing. nothing. He, he didn't. Did. He just was like, doing wow. Doing a year. He kept playing. Kept, kept playing. playing. Head down. Didn't say a word. And then now, well, as we mentioned in the previous segment, then management treats you like that now you yeah. now he's played it to where nobody's upset yeah. that he wants out yeah he wasn't crying crying wolf all this time right like hey I'm with the organization I'm, I'm glad to be here mm-hmm. appreciate the opportunity y'all traded my best wife say okay that's alright we still gonna play we still gonna work hard and I think even the fact that J.J. Watt is rumored to want out well, it's like that's really that what shows him, that you because JJ Watt, be honest with you, is more the face of the franchise. This is Sean Watson, right? And I'm talking about down there, like no, no. As far as but I'm mean the fact that JJ Watt didn't even come out and say, "Hey, Deshaun, come on, man, stay around." Like, By his silence, yeah. has spoken more yeah, yeah, I mean, than Deshaun Watson saying said, anything. My bad, we wasted a couple of your years. He did. He did to say it on the uh, last I, game. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, before we leave NFL, one other thing. Uh, Seattle Seahawks former player Chad Wheeler um, attempted murder on his girlfriend. Is he in um, jail? He's out. Yeah, he was released. He was bond. released. He had court today. He was released. He got the ankle monitor and everything. But that, if you... <sighs> Sickening is all I can get out right now. Um, my problem with this is... Everybody was so quick to jump to mental issues as the reason why it happened. And mental issues did play a a role in it. But a black athlete doesn't have that same consideration. It's an immediate jump to, oh, this is it. He needs rehab and everything, which is, I'm not doubting that. It's just don't be so quick to jump out and say, this was the reason why. Because if you choke somebody to where they are unconscious... And you believe they are dead. They come to, and, you and your call, first words are, oh, "You alive? You alive? You ain't even call for help. Nothing." Oh my God! What did I do? She's not breathing. Let me. You ate dinner. You ate dinner while she was unconscious, and she wakes up and you say, "Oh, you alive?" Crazy. That's what it's called. Crazy. It ain't no jail. Now, I'm not no, saying I'm just, he don't need to get the help he needs. I, I get that. Yeah, but get it in jail. Yeah, but get it in jail. <laughs> that's that, attempted that's murder. That's like, it can, it can be both things. Exactly. Yeah. One is not separate from the other. But, I, I mean. Chad Wheeler is his name. Y'all, they went to mental health. And, I mean, he's had. So, he wasn't a first rounder. He, I, matter of fact, he didn't get. He was at USC. He was a, he was a, but he was an All-American at USC. At USC. 
And then you he got I mean? he then he was went undrafted. We went undrafted because he had a similar issue mm-hmm. that popped off at USC. That's the reason why he wanted up going not being drafted. Right. So uh, he was at the Giants for like a year and a half, two years before he came to Seattle. So, um, that I was gonna say so. They went to mental health. I didn't, you know, you didn't know that. Did some homework. When I first heard the story, I was like, man, is he on steroids? That sounded, to me, it almost sounded like, you know, you hear guys that's committed suicide because they've had a roid. You know, they went, mm-hmm. what they, they call it a roid rage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they snapped because of the steroids. So I was like, is the guy on some steroids or on some kind of performance enhancement drug? And he somehow just, you know, missed getting tested or figured figured a way to, on how to, to probably pass a test yeah. or whatever. And then, you know, then as the story started to come, up, come out, Still, to your point, it still wasn't about well, why you know he's not in jail. It was like, oh, don't forget when he was a teenager, he had some issues. And a matter of fact, I don't think he's been on his medication these right. last yeah, that two was months, month. and this and that and this and that. It was a quick Where, excuse immediately. Whereas that's you, not an excuse. I'm, he forgot he didn't take. He stopped taking his medication. Right. That's a problem. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but then you go to somebody like Kareem Hunt who got Kicked into somebody. got into an altercation in a hotel in a hotel. With a young lady, and it is as I'm not saying he shouldn't have kicked her. Right. You know, I'm not saying that punishment wasn't deserving. Deserved. But if you would just listen to the story, you, you would have thought th- he hung her outside the balcony right. and shook her like a like like Big Red, like Big Red, <laughs> like <laughs> office you know, hours are nine to five. You gonna sign this deal, <laughs> or you gonna see the concrete? If you would listen to the way they explain, you know how the media and how every right. reporter was like, and they tried to find something about what happened to him in the past, and mm-hmm. I don't think Kareem Hutt had any issues it was in, the, in past. the past. But they went to digging, like, well, did he? The same with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and they brought up the Ray Rice again, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, all none of them were giving the, oh, he didn't take his meds, or mm-hmm. oh, this was a mental illness, or this is CTE. None of that. Mm-hmm. It was it was a condemnation yeah. from beginning. And you need to lose right now. You need to lose and you lose everything right now. Matter you should fact, never play again. This re- this reminds me more of Greg Hardy, your cowboy Thro- guy, throwing the um, who got girlfriend on a on the pile bed, of guns, guns or guns. whatever. Yeah, yeah. This sounds more like him. And he but to even, another level. And he even got more heat than what this guy's getting. getting. And he almost and this girl almost got. And killed. I don't want to hear it's because he's not a star. Like he's a football player. That's the he's a football player. Well, I think it's that's why domestic. he's not being covered the same. Because but as far lineman. as like, but he's no, 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 because the kick in the, in, in the Giants, he ain't nobody. Was it Mac Brown, uh, the one that went to the Pro Bowl and was beating his wife up in, in the, the Pro, Pro Bowl, Bowl yeah. out in Hawaii? He ain't nobody. I mean, a Pro Bowl kicker. Name I, the I Pro Bowl kickers. They come and go. I, right. I, I'm saying he's not covered the same because he's not a star. But that doesn't. Excuse that doesn't excuse. I got three anything. letters for you. Right. I got three letters for you. N F L. They should be on it like bees to honey. If I say if, if I say NBA, y'all bees to you know what I mean? You're gonna be You set up this whole program because of domestic violence. As a matter of fact, Ray Rice is one of the board members or part of the committee and everything. So even more so to get out in front of this and condemn it mm-hmm. and say, look, this is not what our lead is about. We don't, I don't care if you're the uh, 52nd person on the team. Yeah, This is not what we do. NFL. And this is how we handle it. So, 
So I, I don't think a, that he'll be in back a, in the a, league. Why not? Cause he's gonna be in jail. <laughs> he can't be back in the league. Can't be unless he's gonna be playing. What's, what's the uh, what was the uh, what was the the movie my man was in? Um, Adam Sandler. He was the quarterback. The longest yard. The longest. Yard. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna let you start in that? The <laughs> longest yard part dose. <laughs> hey, which is very possible at this point. You never know. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But, case, but, but the, to the young lady, please man, get can you healthy. How terrified. Please, you know what? Please get the help that you want to need Me. in order to for life. In order to you know get over this. She didn't look like the same person. Nah, That's nah. how bad yeah, she yeah. looked. Just she whatever help. Matter of <sighs> fact, the NFL should get her all the help that she needs to have. Because whatever, would, she whether needs. that be a lifetime, that's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. But you, she she's going to need help because you know I know she will never I, be the same. I, I know how I feel going through a medical situation, right? But you know, eventually you're like, you know what? I'm healthy. You know, I should be okay. But I don't know what it is to go and be abused by someone who you would think that would be your protector. To your life. You know what I mean? And yeah, so whether it's a child to a parent or a girlfriend to a boyfriend or, you know, a superior to, you know. Either way. So however that that, that works out, she's going to need help. And the NFL should give it to her. Check on her every 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 month. Make sure she's good. Because the reason why she is there is because of one of your players. Yeah. Um, Let's go PGA. Uh, before we go to break. So your boy, Patrick Reed, making headlines again. He won the Farmers Open uh, yesterday. I think he won it by five strokes. But on uh, Saturday, he hit a ball, and by the TV, it bounced and got stuck in the the rough. He walks over to his ball, and he asked the – not at that time, it wasn't officials, the uh, marshal – uh, where's the ball? She had marked it, and he said, look like it's plugged. So he talks to his playing partner and said, hey, I think my ball is plugged. I'm going to check it out. They Okay. He picks it up, looks at it, because uh, at that point, if it's plugged, you could you pick it up, you take a, a distance, uh, a club length away from the hole, and you play. No stroke penalty. He calls over the marshal. I mean, yeah, calls over the marshal, and uh, the rules official, rather, and says, hey, my blood, my ball seemed to be plugged. Here's where it was. Marsh, uh, rule officials looked down and said, yeah, it seems to be plugged. Took a um, club length away from the hole, and he played. He caught a lot of flack because of he's done stuff that was questionable for. The best thing, and this is what the Nick Faldo and the other commentators that were uh, calling the, the round were saying, he should have waited till the rules official came over. Looked at the ball first before he moves it to say, okay, yes, yeah, plug, you can move it, or no, it's not plugged. You just got to play it from that so point. So he touched the ball first. He should have not touched it at he all. He shouldn't have touched it at all. However, but even casual he- golf, casual golf, you're going to pick it up and say, oh, okay, it's not plugged, or, you know, if it is, it's too late now, you didn't pick it but up. Who, but who's the first person that he talked to? What's, what's their. The play, your playing partners. Oh, I'm, I, I thought you said he talked to a. He a talked official. to the marshal first. Okay, okay. And she's the. They have marshals lined up, of course, you know, in case the ball goes mm-hmm. out of bounds yeah. or in a rough or whatever, so they can see where is where they need to mark it. Yeah. They usually do it with a little pin and mm-hmm. a small flag to say, okay, here's your ball. It's somewhere in this area. Here it is. And um, so he was asking where the ball was. It's right there. 
he did, you know, of course, ask his playing partners, hey, I think it's embedded or and whatever. They and they said, go ahead and check it. Okay. Which is the same thing that Roy had done, but Roy doesn't have that reputation. Roy is seen as a fair, honest guy, but because of his his past and kind of skirting around things, and let's be honest, several people on the tour don't like him. I think it was Xander um, Shuffle who had came out and said, you know, if I was playing with him, I wouldn't have picked it up. So when you have that reputation, when you don't wait for the rules official to come over, then it's going to be seen as a problem. I was surprised that he, he got up and down on that hole for par, but then the next four holes, I want to say he bogeyed. So everybody was like, that was ball don't lie. Because, <laughs> I mean, even one putt, it was like 10 feet. It went in, around, and came out. So, what I mean, so, I mean, I'm I'm a not an avid golf watcher. You know what I mean? I don't know the rules, the intricacies of the rules like that or whatever. But it seems to me if he talked to, like, three out of the five people he needed to talk to and everybody seemed to be agree- agreeing, then what's the flat? And because also, he should have waited for the rules and officials also, to come And also, he didn't win. So no, he did win. He ended up winning. Oh, see, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he ended up winning. So does that one stroke? Uh, I think at the time he was tied for the lead at the end of that round. But you know, again, that one stroke, he's now in second place. Does it make a difference? Maybe, maybe not. He was playing well that weekend, mm-hmm. so you don't know. Now I do think that okay, yes, was the Farmers Open? Had this been a major? It would have been a lot more flat because those are so hard to come by. And also, one but, little thing but like I also that. I think can make at the majors difference. you have the more people that you need to talk to the way they need to be than at a different a regular tournament. tournament. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I mean, you know, million dollar payout still a million dollar oh, yeah, payout. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah, not, yeah, I ain't knocking that part of it. But yeah, with uh, a major, <laughs> with a major, and and I think that's what. Um, Baldo, how many has he won? He's won about five or six majors. He was like, just wait for the rules official to come over. You're calling for him. Wait for him to come over and then look at it and then let let you know whether you need to pick, pick it up, up or not. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see but what mean, happens. If, if it's gray area, and like you said, if you can go back to other golfers doing it and not having the flat, then if it was a gray area, and then you know people picking and choosing who they want to dump on. Yeah, you know, it makes compare, it easy. He low hanging fruit. You can compare it to the NBA <laughs> where guys get technicals. You be like, man, I just Draymond. Know, yeah, Draymond. Like, Boogie, how does he get? Boogie, it? Yeah, you know, he talking to his talking to his teammate. He's to get a technical. Or like LeBron this past week when he pushed Embiid. Should have got should have got flavored two and been ejected. Yeah, yeah. But he only got a flagrant yeah. one. Yeah, oh, that was a flagrant he, two. Yeah. So, I mean, by today's rule, by today's rule, is a flagrant. Two. That's a flagrant two. You hit, you hit the man. He's not going for the ball. He's in the air. That's the flagrant, too. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of the NBA, we saw the Nets give up uh, 180 eh, points. What we said last week. You said they, <laughs> we said they're going to score 142, but they're going to give up 149. And uh, who knows? Before the week ended, they, they, they scored 146 and they give up 149. 145, 149. <laughs> 146, 145, I think it was the final score. Whatever. So, I'm going to tell you what the Nets need to do right now. I know but those 12 know. seconds was... I mean, Reggie Miller did it by itself, those obviously. But those twelve seconds, like watching, man. like watching Michigan against North Carolina. <laughs> only thing, the only thing they didn't do was call timeout. Time <laughs> um, the Nets should have called a timeout. Time yeah, yeah, right, they had, had two of them. Well, the thing was, Joe, Joe Harris. Yeah, it looked like Durant was going to the corner, so he threw it that way. But Durant did a, a fake, like I'm gonna go outside and came back in. 
he had already let the ball go by that point, and that's when the other guy picked it up and threw it to Westbrook yeah. for the three. So I also a lot of things happened in this game towards the end of the game that helped the reason why people scratched their head. One, you seen for the first time that Nash is maybe not the guy with these three. You know what I mean? To well, it's still young, but it's you know determined about X's. Let me ask you this: If Kyrie doesn't have his sabbatical, do they even get Harden? No, I don't think so either. And I, still, I don't think so. And I still, I don't I, think they and do. I still think they. I think that was an insurance. And I still think they prepared to get rid of Kyrie after the season. <laughs> they gonna, they gonna trade him, but or let him go, whatever. But the other thing I think the Nets need to do, and they can't do it this year. They need to do it next year. You gotta let what's the what's the uh, the the second coach um, came from Phoenix. Dan Tony. Dan Tony. Gotta fire Dan Tony. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Listen. What's when, 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 don't put it all on Dan Tony. What's Stoudemire's position? I'm not like, I, I, I don't know. I'm was, just asking. He was with Dan Tony. He learned defense with him either. <laughs> we were talking about the NFL, what you glean from coaches that you was with. Stoudemire ain't never been on a team would, that played defense. I would keep Dan Tony and I would keep yeah, I need to bench. bring in a defensive person. Yeah, so I need to bring in a Mike Brown. To that's, buffer Dan Tony. That's what I was going to get at. Like you, you, when you look at their coaches, down don't none of them guys have any defensive minded they, about well, them. Well, Stoudemire played a little bit. It was, it was a little bit of defense. It wasn't great. He spent most of his career under Dan Tony. So tell me how much no, he gleaned I, I, I from. Know. Tell me how much he gleaned. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, he knows how to pick and roll with Nash. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Nash unfortunately on the coach. Side of the ball. <laughs> and you got three guys who don't pick and roll. Cause Kevin Durant is shooting 17 plus footers. Harden is going to the basket, and Kyrie's going to the they basket. Not, I mean, so they you don't got no zero defense. And Harden, I will give him credit, even though it was in the bubble, he did play defense while he was in the bubble. Um, Team defense. Yeah, but I mean, he had a steal, he had a block for one of the games the, that they wanted to play out. So. He and to credit, even though it's on offense, he was league leading uh, assists last year. Yeah. So having Harden is good because he will play some defense. But even Kyrie, to his own words, said, "I, you know, what he said, I didn't even guard a stick or something like yeah, that. I, I, could, see, I couldn't guard a stick today. Yeah, he couldn't guard his own shadow. Yeah, it didn't even matter. <laughs> I, I, I mean, listen, I'm." And then, granted, you gave away all your defensive presence when you gave away what's uh, Jeffries, not uh, um, Allen, Al, yeah, and, Allen, and um, and um, I got that used to play here. TP but, Prince, Prince, you know. So you gave away your wing support, right? And your your rim stopper and rebound. You they gave only got away. eight men on the roster. I, I, That's why I, I know you made fun of it, Greg, by not wanting Alex Lynn, and you gave me credit by saying I'm better than Alex Lynn. But Alex Lynn is six ten. It's it's a big body. At two least it's something. Two left feet. <laughs> I'm walking on one right now. Which Alex Lynn played in this game uh, for the Wizards and you, they won. You listen. <laughs> you can score 150 points. Well, you're giving up 155. <laughs> but they won't. They were on a what? A six game winning streak yet? Uh, I but think. even in the winning streaks though, they were. I know they were still giving. Like Eric, everybody, they're, they're averaging. The best offensive and they got the in history, and the in worst, NBA history. And they got the worst, and the worst defense, defense in yeah. history. I think it's uh, 122 points a game that they're scoring, but they're giving up 119. That's way too close. That's one bucket. That's one possession. <laughs> that is one possession. You cannot be that great on offense and then literally, as you said, the worst in NBA history 
You can't be on both ends of the I'm, spectrum like that. I get it. You got to have players, but I think if they even had the players, I'm looking at ain't no one on the bench. They don't have a bench. I'm talking about coaching. I'm talking about coach, coaching, oh, coaching, coaching. Ain't no one on the bench coaching-wise can understand defense. defense. Not, not a one. And nah. if one does, he too far down to make a difference. He needs to be up close, up close. to the head coach. I, I am so amazed with Kevin Durant right now. I don't think people realize the 18 months of taking yeah, off for Achilles off, and yeah. playing like he never lost, lost a yeah. beat. Well, but, that no, is just amazing, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. Before he retoured or re-injured in the finals, he had like 17 points. Right, before, <laughs> you know before I mean? he got hurt. Yeah. He was playing on one leg. Right. He had 17. So, you know, him coming still, back fully healthy, but still mentally that wise. Mentally. You know, but, I mean, it's good to take a full year off. I'm glad he didn't rush last year to, to, come play, back. to play in the playoffs when he could have played last year in the playoffs. You know, he didn't rush it. He fully, fully healed. And now you're seeing, and I still think they need to put him on a on a, on a minutes count. You know what uh, I mean? Well, I mean, it is He can't. It is. They need the points. Yeah, that's, that's they <laughs> they <laughs> give it up way too many. Yeah, they yeah, need yeah, those. Yeah, 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 they need yeah, those. Yeah, One so. of the most efficient scores. Um, look at, again, quarter of the way uh, with the uh, standings and everything. Uh, let's, who is the, uh, MVP so far, would you say? Man, because the way the season is pl- played out right now, right now. I right mean, now, today. I got to go with Joker. Joker? Yeah. It's between Joker and Embiid, it seems. Yeah, uh, right now, yeah. Philly is 15 and 6 and leading the East. So it's between those. I've. I, we talk about the, the older heads like Shaq, and we talked about that, you know. There's a difference between constructive criticism and Hating. just being hate. But somebody somebody talked to Embiid or got in his head or hate on him enough to where this is what we expected from him. I, I honestly think it's just a different and coach Doc, it's Doc. and Doc Rivers. Pa- Doc probably saying the same thing that Scott Brooks said. It's just, it's I take up. it different. It's, yeah. Yeah. Scott Brooks, not Scott Brooks, uh, what's it, Brian? Brett Brown. Brett Brown. Brown. Thank you, Brett Brown. Brett Brown, Brown had one jack. And then he showed his, you know, mm-hmm. he showed his X's and O's skills the last couple of years in the playoffs, right? But you get Doc. Doc got. He got a ring. He, he got a off. ring. Now, now, I'm not saying Doc hasn't had his problems in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But it's something to be said. You up 3-1. <laughs> you know, you lost them you, both. But to You be, learned from it. Yeah, you know. Well, you hope you've learned from it. But, I mean, as a player, I can take that. Right. And I can take from Doc. Because, you know, we all know because they lost the last three ones, the reason why he's not in L.A. now. Right, right. You know what I mean? So he's experienced some of that that playoff, um, playoff, um, not winning in the playoffs, and just recently and can understand what you got to do to get over that hump. To get over it. With Brent Brown, I don't think he could really put that across. Put that across. Yeah. I, those and are the he's, two staying, that's and he's staying healthy, too. Like, this is the first time. I got scared with that foul from yeah. LeBron. Like, I thought that the back and everything, I'm like, I oh, think, he's done. I, I think a little bit mental on him, too. Like, you know. But he's he, really taking he's, over games, Because though. he's been hurt so much in the past. I can see, you know, in that game against L.A., he kind of went into a shell. Like, you know what, dang, I don't know. Maybe it was good he did put his hand down or and, something and like that some, or yeah, hurt just, something. Just body, just body. You know, body body fell down, yeah. yeah. But, uh, again, being 15-6, and six, Brooklyn, even though we're talking about them not being a defensive team, they're still 13-9 and nine in second. Milwaukee is 11-8. Shout out to the Atlanta Hawks, who are playing the Lakers tonight. They're 10-9. Uh, game above, above 500 right now, they would be the sixth seed. 
uh, Clint Capella. Oh, all-star voting has started, so make sure you go to social media to put in your ballots because Clint Capella is playing like an all-star. I yeah. think he's been a huge difference in their uh, – had a little winning streak there. Uh, and they're playing defense, and they're getting the right rotation. Speaking of that, uh, Hawks-Lakers game, Lakers up by two midway through the second period, 45-43. So, again, Hawks playing tough. This is the team we predicted they would be. Uh, six is a little high. I had them around eight or nine in that play-in. But competing. Yeah. Like they needed to be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And they've had their share of injuries with um with Gallinari coming back uh last week, I wanna say. Uh Hunter is a little dinged up right now, but uh, he's exceeding expectations. Cam is starting to find his way on the defensive side of the ball as well as when you play teams like the Nets, <laughs> you know. Yeah. putting up points because you had that freedom and mobility because of your height, your wingspan, mm-hmm. and your length, and you're going up against, you know, someone who's going to be smaller uh, yeah. as far as statue, like a Harden or whatever. So really like what the Hawks are doing. Got to continue to play defense. Uh, in the Western Conference, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, was the uh, Lakers for a while, the Clips were second, and then the Jazz went on, what, a nine-game winning streak. Ten game. 10-game winning streak, mm-hmm. and uh, now they're in second. The Clippers, who I really like them to make it to the finals this year if things stay in place, only because all the talk is about everybody else. Yeah. Like As long as they don't have to go into a bubble. Right. <laughs> then it's but, all over. You, you're talking bad about – Pandemic uh, P. Playoff Paul. Playoff <laughs> P. <laughs> Side of the backboard P. <laughs> <laughs> the hate. Hate, 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 You have to like Shaq and Barkley right now. Hate, 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 Their stuff is just from being old. We've seen this Paul George before. He got a commercial where he made a game-winning shot, and we never seen him do that. Boy, I tell you, G-Boy, you do the man so wrong. But 16-5, and half a game up on Utah, who's 15-5. and um, Donovan Mitchell playing out of this world right nah, now. Nah, he's not according to Shaq. You know, he ain't got what it takes. You he ain't got what it takes to get to the next level. All, all next they, level, this regular season. All they got to do is walk around with a Kareem <laughs> Elijah one face and just put the face up <laughs> and look. Show the Shaq. Show it to Shaq and see what he do. <laughs> or or Ben Wallace. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Forgot about that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, man, Shaq. Come on. You do. Anyway, but go ahead. The Lakers are 15-6. and six. We'll see. Again, you said uh, they're up by two on the Hawks mm-hmm. right now. Uh, Denver, right now you got the Joker being uh, MVP. They're in fourth at 12-8. and eight. What did he have the other night? A triple-double with 47 yeah, points? 47. <laughs> well, it wasn't a triple-double, but he had 47 he was 16 he was two five assists. assists. Okay, I thought he. Okay, I had this. That might have been the, the previous. Game. Like, eight like, assists. Maybe that was the previous yeah, game. Okay, he, but he's been on. He's a, he's had a triple double in the last week and a half. And he can't jump but two feet off the ground. He don't. You don't. Don't leave the ground. He's like Kevin McHale yeah. to me in that regard. Like just so efficient. He's a Kevin McHale with a better jump shot. Mm-hmm. Just so efficient around the basket, knowing exactly where the mismatches are, mm-hmm. and probably one of the best. Big man to pass, pass, pass yeah. mm-hmm. since uh, what was Sabonis in Portland? Yeah, 
That's a bonus. Never left the ground. <laughs> Flat footed from three. Uh, I mean, and no knees. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I think he had on slip ons and somebody tied his shoes. <laughs> he got he got the new Nike fly ease <laughs> where he just slide in. <laughs> he, he had leave. the fly ease before they came he out. Never leave the ground. <laughs> um, right now, Golden State is the eighth seed at eleven and nine, and seven will be Portland at ten and eight. We saw uh, Dame Dollar doing what he does best: game winning walk off. Gets my bulls, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, they got this game. Then I saw Dane get the ball. I'm like, oh. It's like when all, he gets it, you just expect all, him to you, hit how it. How you get tied up. Second of all, how you, what's the uh, slam dunk contest guy? Zach Levine. How you get out jumped by a shorter right. guard. And then, obviously, you know, 50-50 ball, Portland gets Anything can happen yep. at that point. Um, of course, rumors are my bulls are trying to trade Zach Levine. Probably would after that game. <laughs> I use slam dunk contest. You can't win a tip. But he's uh, <laughs> nah, speaking about all stars. He's um, one of the ones I expect probably would be on the ballot for the East and everything. Uh, looking at the the West, I don't think there's really too many surprises. Uh, maybe Memphis being in the fifth spot, but nah. they've only played 14 games where everybody <laughs> else is at least at 20. Yeah, um, I'm I'm surprised about the Spurs. Nice seed in, in the playoff conversation. I mean, I mean, right now, I mean, I mean, they have game, you know, back only because I think they lost head to head to right. to the Warriors. But you know, you competing for the ace. Basically, when are they gonna fall off? <clears throat> you know, you, yeah. you thought you know they didn't make the playoffs last, last year, year, but still they were competitive. Like I, the fall off is when you're supposed to be down here around Sacramento. You know what I mean, like the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, Minnesota, yeah. <laughs> like when when are you when are that when are you gonna fall fall off fall off? And I, you know, this 23, 24 straight years where, granted, they didn't make the playoffs last year. That but was the were, first time in twenty years. But who says they don't make the playoffs? The season stays the way it does instead of going into the bubble. Everybody right. handled the bubble differently. Um, so now to still be in playoff contention, I guess that's my number one. I guess my disappointment in the East, I'm going to go to the East first. My disappointment, this is going to be hard to say the disappointment <clears throat> when you sit in the third in the, in the conference, but the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm disappointed with, you know, inconsistent play, right? right. Like you just haven't seen any rhythm. They should be. You, you lose know. to the Knicks, but you beat the, uh, who did they beat? Boston or somebody yeah, like that. Know, yeah, yeah, it's just. Just. Uh, just, just Two nights on, one night off, just not consistent, especially when you think you got, you know, kind of respect for, for Bud as the head, head coach. And you got a reigning MVP. Two times. Two times. Back to back. Back, back to back. Two, their last two games, they lost to the Hornets and the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah like, and the Pelicans are next to dead last in the West. Right. And, and the they're Hornets, trying to shop they, Lonzo Ball. Yeah. They really haven't beaten the good teams. I mean – they beat the Pistons. The Pistons aren't good. Yeah. Uh-uh. They beat. Well, they actually beat the Pistons three times. I mean, they can't play the Pistons every night. Oh, I said they, they're sitting in third, but I'm really disappointed in them. There's nothing about them that's saying, you know what I mean? They're going to be. They beat Orlando, Cleveland. Nope. Nobody, nobody. But like I said, three of their wins are against the Pistons. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's eleven wins, but it's it's it doesn't look good. My one surprise is Miami at seven and twelve, but. This is where people don't know the whole story. Jimmy Butler's first game is going to be tonight. Mm-hmm. So you haven't had your best player. Tyler Hero missed about four or five, maybe four games in between. So 
You ain't had your roster yet. Yeah. So seeing them in the 13th Jimmy played position, the other night. I thought tonight was supposed to be his first night. No, they, he played against um, who was it? Against Sacramento. Okay, okay so he played he this thirty. Week, this is first home night. Then maybe that's it. No, that was that a home, home game. game that was a home game. But they okay. they beat uh he, they beat Sacramento. He had thirty. Okay, so so you it. haven't had him. Yeah, He's back it. now. So expect them to make a a playoff push. Um, the big surprise. To me, it's Philly playing this well and being top. Like you say, four seed maybe or mm-hmm. something, but yeah, to be number top, one and yeah. playing as well as they are, it's a surprise. Uh, in, in the, the West, West, in the West, again, I said my surprise is San Antonio because they're still hovering around. Yeah. My disappointment, believe it or not, to me, I have much more expectations out of the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> so. You know, when you got um, CP3 there, you got what Booker, Book did toward the end of the bubble. Everybody. You know what I mean? So, you know, they're what one, two, three, four. They're six, they're six, 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 seed. six right now. Ten I, and eight. I, I really thought they would be what Oklahoma was with CP. Like they'll be a four seed. You know, so I mean, it's still time, but you want to know? Yeah, what like four, four and six are separated by one game. Yeah, yeah. Well, four, four to eight. Is one the, game, and we're not. I mean, you got to count Memphis, but they haven't well, four played to nine. One game, yeah. You <laughs> so, got to count Memphis, but you figure as time goes on, Memphis is going to fall back down because they got to get catch up in catch, games, in games, or and, so. and that's the other thing too. You know, the contractation, and now teams when they go on the road, they are physically locked down to the hotel, and it's that's it. Yeah. So I, I would ask you, um, you. You mentioned it with with Lonzo Ball and the Pelicans. Uh, J.J. Redick is also in trade rumors. Who needs either of those players? I think Philly. Philly, I think Philly can go get he, – if he goes back to, to with him beating him, yeah, JJ, they need it. Yeah. Because as a number one seat, you got to continue to get better. And, I mean, Tobias Harris had that huge – uh, walk off jump shot to win, but, they need but more, another they, shooter, another shooter, yeah, another, yeah, they need another, another, another shooter. Fill it, and then Jake again, he knows those guys. Right, I think it's an even better situation. I didn't JJ play with play under Doc, he, he, and with the Clippers, with the Clippers, Clippers yeah. yeah. So, for, it, so it's two ways. Right. I know the coach and I, I know, know the, the players. players. That makes it. I raise Lonzo my hand about JJ. Yes, yes, send me. <laughs> Here I am, send me. Send, send, send. <laughs> Send me balls. <laughs> I want out. Uh, um, he may. He may. I've been hearing Philly, uh, definitely, but also Brooklyn. Even though no, they don't, they don't need they Brooklyn. Don't, need you know, defense. They need, they need size. <laughs> they need right. Size. Uh, but also uh, Boston. No. It's they same, need defense. It's the same. Well, no, you know what? No, because um, Brad Stevens doesn't need any more offensive people. The way Jalen Brown is playing right now, Tatum is. I mean, Jalen Brown is really playing as good as, if not better, than Jason Tatum right now. And that will mess up their whole yeah. continuity. They need defense as well. Philly can use J.J. Now, I listen, I'd rather have J.J., but I wouldn't, I, it wouldn't be a bad move if Philly decided to go after Lorenzo to go after Ball either. That that gives yeah, you – It, the thing is, that it gives looks you, like they may be a package deal. Yeah, I mean, that, that gives you – you can slide Ben to the two. Ben don't shoot, though. You can't slide him to the two. He don't shoot. That means I can now pack the paint. That's one of the good things Doc has done is provide more spacing. Well, I mean, but I think with 
at the two. So a shooter at the provides two, more spacing I mean, as opposed to a point guard who's not going to shoot do you or isn't them, a good shooter. But putting them at the two, do you do you do you trigger something where he's more aggressive scoring wise and he's not as a point guard, where he may become more aggressive as the two guard? I'm just I asking. He's off the ball. He's useless. Okay. Well, I will. I don't think he's gonna last after this season. Now I do think uh, who's down there, Stan Van Gundy. I think he's using Lonzo wrong by thinking him, making him have more, put him more like the two three as opposed to just letting him dominate the ball. I don't and run know the how offense. Van Gundy still got another job. I know how, but Ooh, I don't understand God. how when he had a team in Miami and then he got fired and the and the man, the, the Godfather Pat came Ryan. down and twelve months later they were winning the championship. Like that right there should have told you you should never be a head coach again when that happens but to you. But then he took Orlando to the finals. Yeah. And lost the same way by doing something stupid. <laughs> Decided to play uh, Nelson, play Nelson instead of leaving. Uh, Skip to Skip my Lou in there, who had been there the whole second half of the season. Rafael Austin. Yeah. Skip to my Lou. That's Skip a, to his, my his, 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 uh, For those who don't know, his people call him Skip to my Lou. <laughs> That's his name on the first. <laughs> Um, WNBA started their free agency and the Atlanta Dream, huh? My bad, I thought I was growing the sky. Oh, uh, yeah, your other baby mama, yeah, uh, uh Candace Parker. I might get some hate mail with her, yeah, Candace Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, yes. my girl still in the league. Was that Scholar Diggs? Was that Tulsa? Scholar Diggs, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. still around. She plays for Phoenix, Phoenix, oh, that's why I which go. uh, okay, that's I Diana Taurasi is staying, yes. She's staying with Phoenix. But, um, yeah, Candace Parker going to the Chicago sky. That is huge for them. That makes them an Eastern Conference contender. So, now they got old girl. They got they got basically two top five players. Because it wasn't who – was, who won MVP from the uh, – Adela Dawn is in Washington now. Oh, she – okay, she left. Okay. She's in Washington now. Okay, okay. And uh, Washington picked up uh, – who was it? It was – trying to remember her name now. She's a two-time winner for Seattle. Oh. Alicia Parker, she went from Seattle to DC, so that makes DC back in the running yeah. again. Um, Seattle Storm, who won the championship down in the bubble, Sue Bird is coming back for her 18th year. Isn't that long? <laughs> yeah, her and Braun both 18 years, so she'll be back. Which you know, Seattle in the West will be a solid contender. And then the Dream picked up Cheyenne Parker, who is with the Sky, who is a She's like a Candace Parker, inside, outside, um, can do it all, mm-hmm. which will which will help them with their young um, Hollywood Carter being the young point guard to to give her some balance. Yeah. And also beef up on the defensive side of the ball. She was number two or three in offensive rebounds, I want to say, in the bubble last year. So that was a solid pickup for them. And the other, who was the other big move? Oh, yeah, Diana Taurasi deciding to to come back. So now, yeah, in the East, you're going to have Chicago, D.C. Those should be the the two contenders in the out West. Uh, Vegas, of course, and Seattle. So those will be the the matchups. What the dream doing? I mean, we got rid of – Yeah, Cheyenne Parker. Got rid of one person, (laughs) an ownership. Oh, how they going to – that's still in the works, so – uh, rumor has it that it'll be someone local. But this still, the plan is she won't be there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she want to come That, that was interesting that the, didn't the WNBA come out with that statement? Yeah. 
I mean, she's still Leffler's still the owner for right now. But yeah, that they're in the works to like have the that team done will be sold. Soon. We don't know who who's gonna who, who's but, being sold to, but we, but we know it. who's not going to be the owner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they, did a, they did a Donald they, Sterling. They did the L.A. Rams. <laughs> <laughs> the, he's the quarterback for today. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's for the right owner now, for as today. As of right now, yes. <laughs> as of right now. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, Dreamers are looking like they're going to be – because they were a contender through the first few games of it until um, Carter went down. So, looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Let's go baseball before we get out of here. Uh, hometown Atlanta Braves, they're giving Chipper Jones uh, – a part-time role. He's going to be part of the uh, coaching staff as a hitting consultant, which is not a surprise. I didn't realize Chip was uh, as old as he is, 48 years old, uh, 19 years with the Braves. He so. came, came into the league right out of, almost right out of high school, right? Just about. Mm-hmm. So 19, first round, number one pick? Yeah, number one pick coming out. Um, what was the other You can thank uh, Hammer and Hank because the word is Put in the word. Him. They were like, better don't get him, better draft him. Yeah. I don't know. Don't listen to that, but better draft him. No, that him. was a, uh, it was the same thing with Neek with the um, Hawks. Mm. Hank had, Hank was the reason why Neek came to Atlanta. He told him, y'all better, <laughs> better get that guy. So, yeah, Hank's words still ring true as to what needs to take place. I, I had a question for y'all. Uh, talking baseball. Dustin Pedroia just retired. Uh, oh, 14 years with the Red Sox. Two-time World Series champion. I don't know if he was on that 2018 team. I don't know if he played, at least. Uh, AL MVP. Is he it, a Hall of Famer? Is yes. He, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Not in the first go-around. Not but the, the way round. it's going on now, I mean, eventually you got to wait five years, right? Yeah. He'll be a Hall of Famer. Just At because in five years, they're still going to be low inductees because they until the old heads who are the writers have <laughs> died off or are no longer in control of the voting they are not going to be able to get over this steroid era so no they're not and that that's was why I said that's why I said they, they wasn't going to have they wasn't going to pick nobody you, were you surprised that Kurt Schilling didn't get in he you need 75% of the votes he got 71 point something what's his political background that, nah, and that's what they're saying. Nah, he needs to shut up for two more years. <laughs> Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't well, say- no, his last year on the ballot is next year. And he told them to take him off the ballot. He told the writers, just take me off the ballot. Okay. But they said, you know, no, you're still going to be on the ballot. But he wrote this long um, letter saying that. Basically, he was giving him the finger. Because all of the numbers... <laughs> All of the numbers seem to yeah. be there. Yeah, but he was giving them the finger. And the, 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 and, and no, it's the stuff he does off, off the, the field. Yeah. Off the field. Yeah. So, so I, All I, the crazy stuff he's done and how he's putting businesses, putting people out of business. Mm-hmm. And if he could stay quiet, but obviously he couldn't even stay yeah, quiet because he, he, talked wrote, a, too he much. wrote a long letter. So, no. He talked too much. But A-Rod is going to get in, huh? No. But A-Rod is light right now because he's doing MLB yeah, Network and you, baseball tonight. If you got these writers now mm-hmm. and it's time for A-Rod. Matter of fact, A-Rod should never – A-Rod should be on the Pete Rose <laughs> sideline. Right. No, because this dude, everywhere he went, he had a needle in his big toe. Right. Everywhere he went, well, Texas. So was, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So one of the things that is written on there is about to uh, – about how – the writers are supposed to think of things is integrity 
and character. So in that sense, it's all subjective, right? What do you perceive as integrity? What do you perceive as character? Like you say, A-Rod should never be on the ballot as far as integrity and character. However, he is like now because he's on Major League Baseball and MLB Which, Network and he's doing all. So he's like now. So when you go and look at his numbers, then it's like, yeah, he should be in. But you still got to take into account what does integrity and character mean? It means his whole career he had a needle in his big toe. <laughs> his whole career. Like that that's not even So should we get to the jokingly. point So should we get to the point do we just do stats only and take out those two words? Yeah, you got to. You got that, to. So we just get away with and just say, hey, it's a stat-based thing. Those two words should have never been in there. <laughs> just like cuz if you go back down through the history, you had races and well, you know what I mean? That's the thing the- that um Kurt Schilling mentioned. He's like you had domestic uh abusers, yeah. you had addicts, uh Let's be honest, Buck Sealy was happy about the steroid era because it brought baseball yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. He promoted uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa going mm-hmm. back and forth. Buck Sealy's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So you presiding over yeah. that, how can you then turn around and be in the Hall of yeah, Fame yeah. I and mean, not have other people in there? It's, it's, but let's be honest, Kurt Sealy is known for the World Series where he yeah, had the, the bloody, bloody sock. The, bloody sock. Yeah. Uh, the 2001 World Series mm-hmm. with the Diamondbacks. Oh, that's right. He has two. Yes, too. Yeah, he bad. was teamed up with the, the big unit. Yeah, um, because I looked it up. He only has 216 wins. He has 146 losses, so he averages 11 wins and seven losses each year. Which I mean, it's still a team sport. He's 86 all times in wins. Only 86 is not all great. That high. Yeah, yeah, it's good, but it's not great. You only got 86 wins, where. Uh, I can say that um, Smoltz has almost as many wins as 213. He has a Cy Young, and he has 154 saves. So He created two different careers for himself. Exactly. So you, you're good, but eh, if you're not on there. And Smoltz is light. Smoltz is light. Right. <laughs> um, Roy Holiday. World Series, though. Huh? Three World Series. Oh, it's three. He's got a World Series. He was on the 2007 Red Sox team. He's got a World Series MVP. He won the NLCS MVP. But he doesn't have a Cy Young. That's the thing. He but doesn't have that the, Cy Young. The three World Series, one of them equals a Cy Young. One of them equals a Cy Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Holiday had 203 wins and is a two-time Cy Young winner. But that's the, that's, the, that's the one thing about baseball, the numbers, but they don't necessarily consider the, the rings to, to, to be the reason. Like everybody else, NBA – it's rings. It's rings. But yeah, NFL, baseball is it's that, rings. Baseball is stats wins, and longevity. Losses, Cy Young. Long, yeah, longevity. So because he don't have the Cy Young, but he got three World Series, then you know what I mean? One of those can count for that. Can we – okay, if we if we do it just stats only, then you get in, you get in. It says we're talking about character and integrity and whatever – Based on stats, can we put people in but not allow them to have a Hall of Fame speech? You just get your plaque, you get in there, but there is no fanfare for you getting in. So with not only Kurt Schilling, but with Bonds coming up and um, Clemens coming up, Mm -hmm. can we just give them a plaque? You get your just due because of your stats, but there's no fanfare around it. Because you cheated the game, or yeah. supposedly yeah. cheated the game. You could have did allegedly. That this year since COVID, it would have been a perfect excuse, you know, a, a legit 
reason, reason to, to do it. Right. You know. Put them all in on this thus go round. Yeah. Well, I'm it's this, supposed to be. I'm just back to you got to get rid of the writers. The new writers come up because if you ask the average baseball person, baseball fan, they can care less about the steroids. Matter of fact, I mean, you make, always make a good point. Y'all weren't testing the y'all weren't testing the pitchers. So how do how do you know? I you know I was you know going up. How do you know the field wasn't level because right. the pitcher was on steroids? Then and the hitter. Then the hitter. You know we we and good. We like won I the say, one. the batter that was batting two oh four now batting two thirty nine. That's a significant jump as far as paying going somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's on steroids, but because he's not batting three hundred, yeah, no you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, um, it's, it's just considered. Or even if you go like two hundred nine to like two fifty seven, that's a huge significant jump. But it's just a scene that oh, he was with a good hitting coach. So I don't, I don't. Now know, his numbers are better. I don't know if you, the writers don't seem to going to change in the next year or two. Has there ever been a time when they've gone two years in a row and not no? Not, so 2013 I, was the last time there wasn't a Hall of Fame. So I don't think they do two years in a row coming up. I don't think so. So there'll be so the ones on who them. got in who got nominated last year they'll have their induction this year. Mm-hmm. So next summer would be this class's. Well, yeah. there won't be a class. So yeah. next so next year there won't be. They'll anymore. find three guys to put in. Maybe Schultz, maybe Schultz is one of those guys. He was at 71. percent You know. If he can shut up still for another year, now he's not, not going to shut up. He ain't going to shut and up. Put he already said he don't he don't want to be on the ballot, so that's yeah. it for him. Well, it might be they might create history two in a row, two years in a row, because these riders ain't letting these guys in. You yeah, the next closest two are uh, Bonds and Clemens, and I think they were at right at fifty, close to sixty percent. Going to be two years in a row then. They ain't letting them in because they well they won't let them in by itself. Yeah. They won't let him have the stage yeah, they, they, by himself. Either they ain't that's not happening. And that's the thing. So they sent out the letters to all the writers and then there's a list of about probably 30, 35 names and they check which ones they feel and they send it in. So you know, that's how everything is decided. It's not like they get together even yeah. though they could. They're not supposed to get together yeah, and say, I mean, "Hey, we not voting we not voting him in or we know we not." All you got to do is read his column. Read everybody's column. You know how everybody feel? It's, with it's with a, some of the guys who didn't get in, like will they eventually get, like if they want to just put somebody in? Guys like Scott Rowland, Omar Vizquel, Todd Helton, Gary Sheffield, Andrew Jones, Manny Ramirez. Yeah, this guy Andrew Jones it. should probably be. There's guys you can put in next year. They're gonna put some guys in. It, it, I, yeah, they, they're not going back to back years with no. But one they ain't putting none of those steroid boys in. I'm telling you, it's not happening. As long as those riders alone, there is that is a life, lifetime, <laughs> lifetime until they gone. All right. <laughs> uh, we got to get up out of here. Um, one time for uh, Temple head coach, long time Temple oh, head coach man. Dick Cheney. Yeah. Uh, John. John, thank you. Um. He went along the same lines as John Thompson and mm-hmm. being just a, a important figure, uh, especially as a blackhead coach, father figure, and a father figure guys. to a, a lot of them. Uh, it was amazing to read about the things that he did behind the scenes of just. I mean, we always go back to him and Kyler Perry getting into it at mm-hmm. the press conference, but he was standing up for his players, and that was one of the things that he did on and off the court. Yeah. And it was Temple wasn't a big school in Philadelphia. No. It's still not. So it was them you, against UMass. You, UMass was the yeah, but you got those big boys. You got to stand to the big boys. You got to stand up to them. You let them guys. And know. he did that. Yeah. And it was good to see Coach Cal talk about how he said that was my friend. Like, yeah, they coached fiercely against each other, but after that was yeah. over, yeah, you know, 
It was part of the coaching fraternity that looked out for each other. Uh, make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter, DNA Sports Talk on Instagram, DNA Sports Talk on Twitch, DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. Reach us directly, DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website, www.dnasportstalk.com. Are we going to have All Star here in Atlanta? It's already All Star been going on. <laughs> <laughs> We be, might have all star here in Atlanta, they, y'all. They, they that could be crazy. They're gonna be at uh, compound. They're gonna be. <laughs> I ain't even seen the fly. They're gonna be at compound. Three nights. You, you get the Three email nights, and baby. the text messages. Three nights. Compound. Ooh, boy, Harden gonna have a field day. Um, <laughs> check us out next Monday. One time for Cicely Tyson. Yes, yes. Eleven hundred a.m. next Monday. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.